So we rejoin Georg at rock bottom. His only friend and faithful servant Reptar is dead, and he is on top of the most wanted list, and also a stranger in a strange town, and being covered in blood doesn't help. But Georg is nothing if not resourceful, and after only a couple of days he has become Karl, a respectable travelling engineer, who has absolutely nothing to do with magic, no sir. He decides to lay low for a while, and spends his time inventing a useful, pocketed vest, slandering Tyrus bellows, and even helping some gnomes fix the town's sieging equipment which was damaged in a recent drunken humping accident. While he does have some success in casting shade on Tyrus's character, most of the people remain convinced that while there is something strange about the sheriff, he is probably not a minion of evil. After he is rested, Georg sets off for the town of Misty Rapids. Not long after he leaves the safety of Thornwood, he encounters some brownies who he manages to befriend. Sadly, Georg makes the fateful decision to not spend the night with his new miniature friends. How different things would have turned out if he had decided to stay. But he once more takes the road, and after a while he comes across Knowles, who had just ambushed some travellers. He uses the new rope trick spell to mostly escape danger. After killing some gnolls with magic missiles from the amulet, he challenges the gnoll leader to climb up the rope and battle him like a wizard. The gnoll loses and Georg uses his soul to power the amulet. Unfortunately, it seems the sudden rush of power had an adverse effect on Georg, and before he can stop himself, he has sacrificed the surviving humans to the amulet as well. He continues on his way and blames Tyrus for killing both the gnolls and the survivors when he meets travellers. Fear grips them and they all travel together back towards Misty Rapids. All the while, Georg tells the terrifying tale of the murderous Tyrus Bellows, Servant of the Dark. Will Georg escape his reputation as a dark wizard? Will he convince everyone that Tyrus is the true monster? How far will Georg's descent into darkness go? Find out next time on Dicing with Death. Hey everybody and welcome back to Dicing with Death. How are you guys doing today? Us guys is doing great. You guys are doing good? Oh god, I forgot to do something. There we go. Woo! Alright. We'll just ignore that little blip. Were the overlays crazy for a second there? No, I just forgot to turn off a video on the video screen. It doesn't matter. It's all it's all patched away. So um a little bit of chaos in Marcus's name. The right the right way to kick off a stream. To be truth, everything was fine, but it was too perfect. There were no production errors, so I had to had to make up one. Yeah, I gotta gotta keep with our, our theme here. Anyway, how are you doing today, Ryan? All of you guys. Do, doing well, ready for some D and D. How was Sorry. your science experiment? Didn't we? Eh, eh, didn't Meh. didn't quite work out. Mm. Twitch I'm, chat hurt. I think accidentally heard grumblings when I first when yes. I first called you up. They were they heard our secrets. 
<laughs> you heard all the secrets. Yeah, so that's why we're starting slightly late tonight. That's... I was at work, but YouTube viewers will have no idea. They'll never know. <laughs> Off doing important things for humanity. God. How selfish and of you. Now let's play some D&D where we destroy it. Pretty watch, much. Watch Georg's last shred of humanity wither away. Or was so, that last week? Well, I don't know. I, I think he's got some goodness left inside of him. It hasn't been driven from him yet. Uh, I'm sure you've got some something to say about that. So I guess I'll let you take it away as we sure. me and this caravan stagger into Misty Rapids. That is correct. You guys stagger into Misty Rapids, which should be up on screen for you right now. I, you turned Fog of War off, so I can I see did. everything. You, you can see the whole that? map. It was quite intentional, yes. I'll turn it back on a little bit later. I just want everyone to get the lay of the land here. So Misty Rapids is this yeah. quaint little town of maybe 2,500 people along the road between Cauldron and Thornwood, just along the Misty River. Oh, uh, I haven't... Have, maybe I heard of Cauldron on the road? One of the the people on the wagon would have told you about Cauldron. Okay. Cauldron is the start of the Misty River, and it is named that after the giant hot geyser that they have at the edge of town. This geyser pumps out enough water to actually create this entire river, and it pumps it out at a boiling temperature. So the Misty River is named thus because the boiling water flows down this creek or this river, and it lets off all this steam. And for miles and miles and miles, there's just steam rolling off of the river. And at night, when it gets especially cool, just big billows of fog come pouring everywhere. Uh, Cauldron, the people in the Misty Rapids caravan that you're in, is also known for one other thing. Uh, their manner of execution is placing people in a metal cage on a wooden beam and just rolling them out in front of the geyser and letting the boiling water blow up on them and burn them alive. Boil them alive. Uh, and as Ooh. such, the people of Misty Rapids have found the Cauldrinians uh, somewhat lacking in morality, as you might imagine. Anyone, anyone coming down the road to the west of Misty Rapids, well, into Misty Rapids from the west, is subject to the purification ritual. The cleric, uh, one of the two clerics in Misty Rapids is known to for her fervor and rallying the people to her fervor in getting these pe unclean people cleansed. Her name is Mother Ullman and she is a cleric of Nadinus, the goddess of nature. She'll feed them a, a magical berry and wash them with water from the river while saying some words. And anyone that comes in from the west must be cleansed. However, you're coming from the east, so you're okay. The guy on your wagon informs you. But probably indeed of a, in need of a cleansing. Right. Misty Rapids is also known for the rapids running alongside of it. Uh, the water just next to Misty Rapids, because it's built up against the, the river, is quite turbulent with plenty of falls and rapids and little whirlpools going along, making passage from the town side to the other side almost impossible. Uh, some would say it's impossible. Uh, the only way to cross the river would be upstream or downstream. If you go too far upstream, it becomes hot, if not boiling water. So crossing there is pretty rough. Um, but, you know, that's that's the general area of Misty Rapids. And yeah. you pull into town just a little before noon on okay. this fine day. Um, 
as you pull in, your caravan has swelled in numbers. All the other people that were headed to Thornwood turned back and followed with you. Now, there weren't too terribly many of them, but this is a main road, so every day you'll probably get four, four or five groups of people heading down it. Um, but you guys pull into Misty Rapids. Here is our layout of the town. Oh, whoa. Prep was done. Yes, prep. Oh, well, yes, yes. Um, and you guys are arriving from the east. Yes. Uh, but as you come in to the down the road, some people look up to see you and walk over and go, Hey, weren't you the... Th- Why is he covered in blood? What's going on? And before you can get a word out, your carriage driver, your wagon driver goes into... Oh my god, there were... There were gnolls! And there was this man in green armor named Tyrus. You know, the one they say that's from the Far East by the ocean. He came in and he slaughtered the gnoll. And then he just like starts telling the story yeah, that you've I, been telling. And he, I let them let them tell the story. I think I sit back. I feign weakness. I am... I mean, I, I think I just walked through the night again. I haven't. I don't know when the last time Georg slept was, but he's he's making a habit out of this, out of these all-nighters. Mm-hmm. So I, I let the the rumor mill take over. Yeah, they start and, telling stories, start describing um, these things, and you I'm are. A, do they even refer to me, or do they? they oh no, see, they refer they see, you. They point back okay. and go like, "This guy, he survived." Georg, Georg, okay. you got to tell him. How'd you get okay. out of there? I, I ran. I, I didn't know what else to do. I call me a coward. Maybe I am, but it was horrifying after after watching. In the Knowles was one thing, but a man. Oh my god! Um, oh, discretion's the better part of valor, they say. There's no point in throwing your life away. Only a fool would do that. Um, but you know, a small crowd starts to gather. Uh, and then the carriages behind you and wagons behind you start complaining and shouting, come on, move on down the road. I got to go, got somewhere to be. And some of the people ask you to come with them to the bad fish, the bar nearby in order okay. to, I was worried they were going to ask me to come to the, talk to the town guards about this knoll problem. No, no, they want to hear the story. And so they want you to go to the bad fish. Yeah. And tell the story to everyone there. Yeah. I'm probably in need of, sustenance food and drink weary from my travels so i will gladly accompany this crowd to the bad fish great let them lead me through these city streets um so it's probably pretty flat good visibility we're on like we're in the plains now right we've stepped um, out of Thornwood Forest. this is actually this town's built on a hill the riverside mm-hmm. is at the bottom of the hill and the rest of the town is on the you know it just slopes upward from there Okay, um, can I see but that horizontally, temple, it's quite flat. Is that temple at the top of the hill? Yes, the main temple is at the top of the hill. Well, I wouldn't say at the top of the hill. The, the hill continues to rise beyond that, but it is up the hill. And so, I, and I guess I got it's the Tether Wilds to the south is where Correct. the hills came from, and that's just a vast open plain, vast open expanse. Well, me and my entourage, I guess, head off to the bad fish. Right. I was sort of hoping they'd tell the tales themselves. It's, it almost sounded like this guy was going to pretend that he was that he had seen it, which I was totally okay with. I was, you know, like acting up, like, yeah, I, I saw a knoll. What up? No. <laughs> no. no, he he passes on the credit to you. Uh, well, the story to you. But he seems eager to be in the limelight for a moment and talk about what he's seen. Or what, what you've seen, what he's heard. 
Um, yeah. And so you guys head to the bad fish. As I said, it's a little afternoon when you arrive. Okay. Um, and this is uh, your friendly neighborhood bar, tavern joint. There's some music going on on the side, some soft music. There's a human woman practicing a dance off the stage, not quite on, like trying to get her spins right. There's not very many people in here. In fact, it sounds like the band's practicing almost. Hmm. I guess, yeah. Early in the day, we probably take the place over, right? How, how big is the, is it most of the caravan or just a couple of the, couple of the, the guys? It's you, your driver, and like four or five other people eventually end up, that were on the caravan eventually come down and hear you tell the story again and add their little bits and pieces like, oh yeah, and he said this this one time, and what about this? Oh, you're going to love this part. Um, but a small group of townsfolk gathers around you. You've got maybe 20 folk about. Yeah, to... I'd like I'd like to not be the center of attention if I can do that. <laughs> As in, let, yeah, we'll see. Well, you have a fascinating story to tell. So they, for a little while at least, you are the center of attention. Um but you can do as you please with this and drag it out or cut it short. We'll see. I'll at least get a drink out of the deal. Mm -hmm. They continue to ply you with drinks and food while, as long as you tell your story. Nice. I've been living off rations for a while, I think. So a warm meal and a full cup of ale is a nice change of pace. So, um, I guess I'll at some point ask around for wh- where I can find an inn to rest up. Or I guess it's early in the day, but I'm tired and yeah. I need I need spells. There are I two need what spells? Definitely. There are two inns in town, Fogview and First Falls. Uh, they you hear that Fogview is a little bit nicer. First Falls is, you know. It's down by the waterfall, so it's got a nice, great view, um, but it's kind of a dump. <laughs> hmm. Well, I'm kind of a mess, so maybe I'd fit in there. I don't know. My gold pouch is heavy, but I have... My expenses are mounting. Who knows what displacer beast hide costs in this... In this climate, <laughs> the witches are being hunted. The, the price of these is going to go way up. Yeah, so uh, it's it's F. Uh, yeah. yeah, we're going full. We're going. I'm accidentally turning nocturnal. Maybe it's Malchus's chaotic influence, or um. So at some point, I'll slip out of the bad fish within a couple of hours. Okay. Is there any? Is there anything you'd like to do there? Do you? No, you just. You get the name of an inn. Yeah. You head off. You I leave them alone. Myself. I mean, yeah, I'm. Yeah. Yeah. You can at any point like, excuse I, yourself. Yeah. They will. They I'm understand. A I took. A, I took. I've probably got a big swollen lump on my head. Probably two. From, I don't know where the second rock hit me, but I'm down at least. I'm down two HP. Mm-hmm. And then there's probably. Is there still? Is there a nasty scar on my hand? I yeah. So I guess like wow. So I'm sitting in this inn, just like dazedly answering their questions. But I've, Garrick's had a pretty traumatic experience. Yeah, I know. You tell Is, your I'm story. I'm probably like, I probably have, I'm having like flashbacks. Like I keep seeing my my hand glow red like it did for a second. And I look down and it's back to normal, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Is, there, is there a scar where I had to cut myself to to no. charge the amulet? Uh, yeah, there's, a, there's still like a little Like cut. a healed up cut. Yeah, just a normal yeah. cut. 
But there's nothing special about any of these markings on your body. Nothing that would betray their arcane origins. And the amulet itself, it's fully charged now. So all the gems turned red? But yes. Are they, are they glowing? Or are no, they, just they do like not glow. Rubies? They just look like rubies instead of quartz okay. crystals. Well, that's shoved under a shirt and a vest. So uh, Remind us all what you have charged in your amulet. I've one of each. My amulet is charged with an invisibility, a magic missile, and a true seeing. Fantastic. With Malchus's blessing, all of those are cast at ninth level of Oof. casting. That's nice. Um, I used most of my spells. In fact, all I have is a detect magic and a displace self, which I don't even have the material <laughs> components for. Uh, and if I'm not mistaken, you you kept your wizardry nature secret during this conversation with these folks. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, you make your way to... You, which end did you want to go to? The uh, nice one or the poor one? First, Let's go to First Falls. First trying Falls. to keep a low profile. All right. You head to First Falls. Uh, it's a quiet sort of place. Take a... How's it quiet? Isn't it right next to Roaring, Roaring Rapids? Well, yes. It, waterfall. The sound of the, the the river is quite loud, but the place itself is kind of quiet. There's no one about. In fact, you have to walk through the inn and walk out to the back porch to even find the innkeeper. He's parked up on a like a reclining chair with his feet on a log and a hat down over his face, taking a nap in the sun. Um... I mean, it's, you don't have to roleplay. We can just get you yeah. in. If you'd okay, like. sure. I, was, I, I wake him gently, yeah. tell him I'm looking for an in-room, probably for a couple of days, but I give him... Yeah. I'll hand him a gold and say I'm pl- I need a room for probably a couple of days and just go to he sleep right away. holds on to the gold coin and says, ah, well then, why don't we just... Keep this as a down payment, and I'll give you your change when you leave. Yeah, that's what I was imagining. I give him a wink and head upstairs for a nap. Excellent. Okay. You head upstairs and go to sleep. I must admit, I'm a little terrified that you've got the dimensions to all those islands on the map. It makes it look like you're expecting me to jump across the river. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I just figured, well, part of the defensive nature of this town is this river. Because mm-hmm. to the north are the Soggy Hills, which is a very untamed wild area, and there are all sorts of beasts up there. Uh, and the way this town keeps safe is because this section of the river is so turbulent, it's difficult to get across. So in the event of any time something might be coming across that river, it would, it's nice to know how far apart things are. Um, but yeah, yeah, there's a reason why you might be a little worried. <laughs> The GM prepared, that's never a good thing. You are awoken sometime later. Before before I'm ready? Before you're ready. <laughs> uh, the innkeeper is has your door open, uh, crack, and he goes, uh, excuse me, Mr. Carl? Mr. Carl, was it? I sit up. Uh, yeah, yes. Yeah, there was probably like a pregnant pause there where I'm like, Carl, who the fuck's Carl? I was probably like <laughs> dreaming and like hearing these, and you know, not instinctively waking up at first because he's not shouting my name. But right. I eventually stood up with a start, um, grab a hint, clasp my fingers around little Carl 
and go towards the door. Uh, you notice standing outside the door is a woman. I oh, I've opened it a crack, but I peeked. Oh, no, like he's already got the door open. His oh, he does. Open. Okay, so, okay, yeah. Yeah. So, the, yeah. so maybe they saw me, like, shooting up and moving a hand towards where my, ni- where my knife belt is lying. Um, I see a woman and... You see a, a tall, thin woman. Yeah, um, and probably I, taller I let than my you? guard down instinctively, I think. Well, she oh. has... Don't let your guard down yet. She has studded leather armor on and a an halberd in her hand. With no, not blade. the halberd! The well, halberd how, with a how black she have a halberd blade. on indoors? I, it's just like, you can walk with it. You can't really fight with it indoors, but you could carry it. You know? A black Could you? I mean, a halberd's, what, like eight to ten feet long? Maybe longer? Really? Okay, well, then... So. If that's the case, she's got it tilted over her shoulder. Yeah, yeah. It's doable, but it's certainly an unwieldy You definitely couldn't fight with it indoors. Black blade, you said? Was that what you were trying to highlight? Yes, the black blade. Okay. Uh, Fixed on a shaft five to eight feet long is a large Mm -hmm. axe blade angled for maximum impact. Okay. Okay, So eight foot shaft with a blade on it. Okay. Yeah, so it definitely can't stand it upright in these hallways. It's got to be tilted. Whoa there. She looks at you and goes, you are Carl, the man that arrived with the caravan earlier today. I rub my head. Uh, yeah, yes, yes. I, I'm i sorry, I, did, I should have introduced myself. I, I took, took a blow to the head yesterday. And I'm, yes, I'm, I'm Carl. Uh, Would you? In, the engineer, I, I extend a hand like, confusedly. She reaches it and takes it politely and says, uh, would you mind coming with me? I know this is a bit of an intrusion, but we heard your story of Knowles on the road and a man in green armor. She asked, like, as if she's not sure if that's the right detail. I, I, I nod. I, yeah, I, yes, I, th- I think it, I think it was green. What? You didn't, you didn't tell me who you are? I'm sorry. My name is Sir Lydia. I am the sheriff of this town. S- sir, I, I didn't realize I was addressing a knight. Ooh, where, and here I'm not even dressed. Yes, g- give me a moment and I'll, I'll, I'll come with you. Oh God, there's blood on everything. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like, yeah, hold it together, Carl. And I like button up my vest and get all my things ready. Um, I leave my backpack behind. What's in the backpack? I hate you. All the spell components, or all the, my spell book, my spell book. The spell components are probably strapped to me, so they would find pouches of weird shit, but not that weird of shit. I don't think so. I hope not. So what are you wearing? You only have the one set of clothes, right? Yeah, I had like a pair of working trousers now just coated with blood. I had a white like dress shirt mm-hmm. and a vest over it. I don't know that I specified the color of the vest. And then there was like, and then I've got belt, several belts, like a belt around my waist and then like cross utility belt or something between shirt and vest. Okay. 
Um, you think, are... And there's blood. It's like, I think all of my pants, and then I think my one shirt sleeve, and then probably just splatter Splats everywhere. Prob- mm-hmm. yeah. You've probably cleaned your face by now, but... Yeah. I think I've rolled up my bloody shirt sleeve, or I roll it up as we're walking to make it like a little less... Yeah, there's a, a common room. But when you, by the time you come back out, they've I already leave left this, your room, okay. and you meet them in the, the little common yeah, room. Yeah, I leave area. my staff and my backpack which includes my spell book behind. And I do have Carl on my belt, which I put on. Uh, But I'm not even proficient. I'm going to get halberded to death and they're going to steal my spell book. Anyway, uh, you're brought into the common room where there is another man, uh, also badly beaten and wounded. And you see that there are people at the back door and the front door poking their heads in but not actually stepping in the innkeeper goes and sits at a different table from where this guy is seated um so there's this guy and the knight sir lydia and the two of them are seated at seated at this table she gestures for you to sit down her halberd is resting on a different table and you know so that she's taken her sword off of her belt and rested on that table too yeah I take a seat and uh, I don't know. I inspect Sir Lydia. I like try and try and appraise her. Like what? She's like five eleven and really is, quite slender. She's like one hundred and thirty pounds, maybe one hundred and thirty-five pounds. She's tall and slender, really slender, um, with a I don't know, kind of a, a charming disposition around her. She seems very comfortable and relaxed and. Uh, she's got one of those personalities where you kind of just feel comfortable around her, even though you just oh. met her. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Okay. All right. You may not know what that is, but that's a thing that normal humans feel. <laughs> I don't know that Georg feels like that either, but. Oh, that's fair enough then. So how old is she? She is middle-aged, early middle-aged. And she keeps her halberd on indoor, like at all, like she's got her halberd even while we're sitting. Yeah, but I mean, it's at the table next to you, so okay. she could like reach behind okay. it and get it, but it's, it's out of the way, but still accessible. I, I probably just spent far too long gazing at her, and then I look over to the man, probably for the first time realizing that he's here, or like at least recognizing his presence. His eyes are not looking at your face at all, but they're, kind of running up and down your clothing. He's got a furrowed brow you said uh, he was he, wounded yeah he's got blood on him and he his shoulder and arm are bandaged up do i recognize this man as the one that lay apparently slain by the gnolls like would i would i recognize him slash do i give me a charisma check charisma hey or why don't i roll your charisma check what's your sure, charisma charisma's 11 i'm trying i could have swore like those the it was a bloodbath, wasn't I? I mean, like, I'm... You, you're thinking well, back, you're like, shit, this looks a lot like that guy that I left for dead on the side of the road. The uh-huh. one that I didn't check. Okay. He's not gonna... Um, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna... I'm, yeah, I'll let him... Sir, I'll, look, I'll look stunned and just staring. Yeah. Sir Lydia I'll says, so we've heard of this null attack, and it's a terrible thing that's happened. But I have two different accounts of it. Um, 
the one, she says, pointing to you, was that the, there were these gnolls who attacked and a man in green armor. Um, I think the there was a name that he was given uh, that someone told me. I don't remember. What was his name again? I, I do not recall him shouting his name as he as he butchered the gnolls and then us. Hmm. Uh, yes, this man came and butchered the gnolls and butchered the people. Uh, Bob, over here, has a slightly different story. He says that Josh, he and his... He, I, he had never, I had never told her anything. This is like the first, my first... Okay, whatever. I'm, I'm enamored. I'm slipping up. What, is Bob, what did Bob say? Uh, Bob says... Um, Bob says that he and his family were captured by gnolls while they were on their way to Thornwood. That the gnolls were having fun butchering them when a man appeared on the road from Thornwood who got the gnolls' attention and then he played dead. Doesn't really know what else happened, but there was no knight. Instead, there was a a voice, he claimed. Uh, Bob, what did what did that voice say? <laughs> uh, and Bob kind of keeps his head down. He says, he he said that they were dead when he arrived. He, he kept repeating that to himself from quiet. And then, and then he turned his head to the sky. I guess, I, I kept my eyes closed, so maybe not, but it sounded like he was shouting at the sky. And he said, are you happy now, Tyrus? Are, are you happy now? I, I was too afraid to look. I was so scared from the gnolls. I, I was playing dead, hoping they'd just leave me there. I, I, I didn't want to look and... And then he didn't leave. He he sat there or something. He he didn't walk away. And and then there was a carriage or a wagon or something. And, and he, he was yelling at it. And then it was quiet again. And eventually he left. And I, I just waited for must have been an hour or two hours afterwards. And got up and tried to make my way back here. But I could tell. I, I, I could tell his yeah, footsteps came I'm towards. I'm trying to look increasingly more and more horrified as like the story goes on. To, I, like, I, I'm I I could swear his footsteps were in the direction of Misshaven. I just know they were, and that must—that must be the, the knight that I've seen or that I saw. No, I stole a glance I... at him, just a quick one. He didn't have any armor. He was wearing a vest and brown pants. I couldn't see his voice, but I, I couldn't see his face. But well, I looked. I... That sounds remarkably like what I'm wearing. I, you sure. see, I mean, I say I I try and stay calm, and like, you see, I was I was traveling from the east from Thornwood when we were ambushed by gnolls. This is yeah. She. It must be the same band. Did. Fuck. <laughs> I'm like looking to them maybe trying to hide any sense of nerves Sir Lydia um, looks to you Georg and mm -hmm. says so you were traveling from Thornwood and you were ambushed by can you tell me the story in your own words it all, it all happened so fast. Who are you traveling with? 
I just caught them, caught, met them two days before. You see, I'm a, I'm a traveling, traveling technician of sorts, and though I work alone, it's best to, to travel in the company of others. So I think, I think one's, one was Chris, and then there was a, I, you see, I can't, I can't even, can't even recall. Uh, but must have been days in, and then they were on us. I, I took a, took a, took a rock to the head almost immediately. So such a blur of blood, and I, and I've never, I've never seen anything like it. And did you pass Bob here at any point during the day? Did you pass him on the road earlier or later? <laughs> I ran. They were, they were, <laughs> I didn't know what to do, but ran, but run. But you didn't see Bob. Maybe, maybe I should have stopped for their bodies and helped them too, but I'm a coward, okay? So you did see Bob and his family? Somewhere on the road? I... Maybe. Yes, there were bodies. I was running. I ran right past them and got to the... to the good travelers that rescued me as soon as I could. She looks back to Bob. Is it possible that you... passed out or something when... when Carl here past you? Bob kind of shrugs his shoulders because, you know, if you saw him, maybe you thought he was the wrong person? Bob shakes his head and goes, No. That voice. I, I know that voice. My my voice? I say to Bob, you've heard... Perhaps I was shouting as I ran... Say, say for me, they were dead when I arrived. Oh yeah, I speak like eight eight languages. I'm gonna like do my. I'll like yeah. You know, they were dead when I arrived. <laughs> Hoping that wasn't too <laughs> too a, obvious. Give me a charisma check to try and disguise your voice. Yeah, uh, but you don't any have any like... voice to. Well, yeah, just give me a charisma check. We'll see how this goes. Twenty-four. That's pretty good. I did just spend some time in uh, in Shirebrook, so perhaps I picked up a bit of their twang. I don't know. Sir Lydia looks back and forth between the two of you. I try to look as pathetic as possible. <laughs> and Bob says, "When I when I searched the bodies, a few of them had been ripped open, and their guts removed." Lydia, or not Lydia, Bob looks at your. Well, no, you've rolled up your sleeves. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I I look to. To Lydia, he's like, have, have you known Knowles to, to do this? No, no, I haven't. Like this, they they want to butcher or capture, but mutilate bodies. 
only in the process of murdering them. Perhaps they're somehow organized. This 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 man that I saw or or think I saw. Perhaps he's. I trail off, okay. letting her fill it in. Okay. My heart's like she... pumping out of my chest. <laughs> not my Georg's. Right. She not, actually not. Yeah. Stand. I should be afraid too. I got no spells in the bank. I got nothing. You got an amulet. I go, oh, I do. I had almost forgotten. Does did like I suddenly feel a warmth on my chest? Mm -hmm. it's, it's all right. It's gonna be all right. She I set up a little old. She gets to her feet and says, well, I don't think there's really any evidence that Carl here is the person you described, Bob. I think I you look both like got very lucky. And appalled. Like, like I'm just connecting that I was even implicated. And I don't know if I can convey all that with one glance, but with... I make funny face. Why don't... I think... The Baron would like to hear from you guys. Um, even he should know about the attacks on his roads. He doesn't have a lot of men right now, but if people keep dying, something needs to be done. So I think you would be the two best ambassadors for the people of Misty Rapids, if you're up to it. If it could help others, spare others the same fate as Chris and Jeff. Don't worry I, about I would, their names. I would, I would gladly, I would gladly tell my tale again, even if I have to revisit those those horrifying moments. Don't blame yourself for not being able to remember their names. I've, I've lost people too. You only dig yourself a deep, deep hole if you go down that path. I will come and get you here tomorrow morning um, if if we can get an audience with Baron Noken. Um, rest well, and sorry to disturb you. She gets up, picks up her halberd, puts her sword back on her waist, and heads out the door. As she's like just walking out the door, I'm like, it was a pleasure to meet you, Sir, uh, Sir Lydia, and like the door like slams and she doesn't need Back to bed. Okay. Back to bed. Boop, boop, boop. You sleep well. Um, probably too well. You spent the last what night on the road, and you don't have a you don't have a tent or bedroll or blankets or anything. I don't think I stopped to sleep. Did I? I think so I you just ride through the night. I didn't have a horse. No, but you were on the I cart walked... with everyone else. There was a cart. Oh, you mean like the last day? Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you've. I don't know. You tell me. Yeah. Um, anyway, you, you're Either tired, way, so yeah. you sleep from basically now until uh, maybe an hour before sun comes up. Um, Holy crap! Yeah, you get like a good twelve hours of sleep. You're just and it is now morning in Misty Rapids. You are the All right. Um, 
You've found that you have some new flea bites on your legs and ankles. Oh, of course. Uh, it's okay. You can scratch them like a crackhead, and they'll be all right. Uh, what would you like to do today? I start by memorizing spells. Excellent. Let's. I don't trust you enough to not keep a featherfall memorized. All right, so we've got enlarge, reduced, detect magic, color spray, featherfall, displace stealth, and rope trick. And was Lydia supposed to get me this morning or next morning? This morning. What day is it? Where? <laughs> What is that infernal racket? I look out the window. And... Water comes rushing. You can see a, a waterfall just outside your window. Oh. Um, you said it's just before dawn, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can see can the I go acquire the some fresh clothes before? Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to try to run out and see if I can find somewhere that's that's open early. Um, and if not, catch the store store owner as soon as he opens up. You catch a few um, people waking up there... and getting out of their beds, yeah. uh, you know, walking so around I'm... town. But it's pretty sleepy and pretty slow going. Okay, let me let me actually grab my books. Um, so, am I able to find what looks to be a tailor or or leather worker or someone who sells clothes? Yes, you do Whether find a, a tailor's shop mm -hmm. just down the street a little ways, but they are not open yet. Okay, I'll mark it in my mind and sort of wander the streets in the pre-dawn morning, okay. waiting for. Uh, yeah, well, after you memorize your spells, there's probably actually not that much time before the sun rises. So. Mm -hmm. Um, eventually, the the shop, this room, the building opens up, uh, and there's a little sign that's flipped on the front door. It doesn't say open, but it has a graphic demonstrating that the door is open. Mm -hmm. All right. Riches are two GP. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I will stumble in, looking haggard. Hope and hopefully not too many. What the fuck happened to you? As I buy... Hello? Pants? Guy, pants? Guy comes out and goes, oh, looking for pants. Let me just take your measurements. I can have them altered and ready for you by sundown. You need anything else? You got anything on quicker order? I mean, I can wait for the tailoring, but as you can see, I'm kind of a mess. Well, we've just got the templates now. We uh, All my work is custom-made, custom-ordered. Usually people don't need pants that quickly. <sighs> Emergency pants! All right, I'll... Is he just do pants? Is it just a pants store? No, no, he's got other things, too. Okay. Uh, but the pants are... All right, I'll let him take my measurements, and I'll come back later. So He gets that least, high inseam on you. I'll do the same. Pants, tunic, vest for... 14 silver plus 2 GP, 3.4 gold. Okay, 
do you want a second set of clothes with you? <laughs> a backup set of pants? Well, I figure you... Does that add weight or does it just add cost? Just add cost. I figure okay. the five pounds includes backpack and two changes of clothes. All right, and so shoes. we're talking 6.8 gold. Let's make it. All right, grumble, grumble. I guess I'll have to face the Baron looking like shit. Maybe it adds to my story. Sure. Um, he says he'll have everything ready for you by tonight. Um, and then he, as you leave, you see him shuffling his kids over who get to work sewing your pants. <laughs> um, so I think we'll do some nice, nice brown trousers. Are they like leather trousers? Yes, they are. Can they have, can they be cargo pants, or is that still not a thing? Cargo pants are still not a thing. <laughs> Damn it! Um, and then another white dress shirt and sure. a blue vest. Are they both white dress shirts and blue vests? You got like the one outfit that you just. <laughs> <laughs> sure. All right. Sure. Excellent. Um... I, I I miss my robes and the and the freedom they afforded, but it's it's not safe. Okay. Uh, eventually you make your way back to the first falls Inn, where you find mm -hmm. sir lydia waiting for you and you go off with uh, collect bob and head out to the manor house it's a few miles out of town to the south uh getting into the tether wilds but you're still quite a ways away from the the whole thing and why don't we deal with what happens over there on the other side of our break see you guys in a little bit Bye bye Hey, everybody, and welcome back to more Dicing with Death. Georg, you are being taken accompanied, let's say, because you're not being forced. <laughs> um, of course not. With Bob and with Sir Lydia. Escorted, if you will. That's the right way to put it. Escorted to the estate, the manor house, which is a few miles out of town. Ooh, good thing I brought my walking stick. Uh, do you bring all of your gear? I think I had it on... Yeah, I think I went out in the morning with all my stuff. Well, yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. I don't know if it's that. Oh, I got a scroll case. Yeah, I got a spell book and a backpack. Sir Lydia rides a horse. But I, I think it's a rather empty backpack, so hopefully it's not too obvious. Sir Lydia rides a horse, sorry. for Yeah, uh, Lydia, Sir Lydia rides a horse. The rest of you, the other two of you walk. Mm -hmm. um, and you, you head to the estate. It's a, as I said before, a two-mile journey through kind of the rolling plains. There's a trail that leads that way with some deep wagon ruts on either side of it. The road, the path... It's not definitely not a road. It's fairly obvious and straightforward. You got uh, fairly tall grass on either side of the trail, sometimes growing in the middle of the trail, uh, but just kind of rolls off into the hills. And 45 minutes later or so, you find yourself approaching the the keep, which is really a, a mott and bailey. You've got a nice palisade wall in a three-quarter circle. Um... And then it, the wall leads up this conical hill 
to a, another three-quarter circle palisade wall with a small building, like a three-story building on it. You notice in the other, the lower section where the, the bigger palisade wall is, there's some rooftops that you can see over the, the wall. And there's a, a ditch out in front of the wall. The ditch doesn't seem to have any water. Um, and there is a single covered, it's not even a tower, it's just like a slightly raised section in front of the wall near the gate where there's a, a man standing covering his eyes. As the three of you approach the the Martin Bailey, there's a little bridge that crosses the pit, the trench, and the man from up high waves down and says, Ah, Sir Lydia! What brings you here today? Is it time already? And she replies uh, to, to... I'm sorry, it's a woman, not a man. She replies to the middle-aged woman. Yes, the, these are the men that have, we've been brought for questioning. This is Sir Lydia speaking. Sir Lydia speaking to the gatekeeper, who she refers to as Sir Crystal. Um, Another knight. Yes. This is crawling with them. Yes. Anyway, Sir Crystal, again, female. Don't forget that for you viewers, Sir refers to a knight, whether male or female. Um, Sir Crystal comes down, opens the doors for you guys, and the three of you walk in. The Mountain Bailey is not... It's seen better days, let's put it. You've got housing for probably 20 people, like 20 soldiers and some other assistants in the area, but you see a lot less than that walking about. Um, the I, I stride through the, the the keep, the Mountain Bailey. I guess not the keep yet. We're in like the in the grounds or whatever. But mm -hmm. I, I I stride through inspecting the construction it sounds like it doesn't look good um, plenty of yeah the wall seems improvements pretty, to be made the wall seems pretty good but the buildings or, a lot of them have seem like they've uh, fallen to disuse and lack of repair you know one of the roofs is slightly bent it's not collapsed in but you can see where maybe a board has broken and the roof is kind of sagging here um, another one looks like the windows have been broken off or the corner damaged here or there they look like they've seen better days. Uh, anyway, Sir Lydia, Bob, and yourself are walk up the trail through the little courtyard area and up the hill to the actual keep itself, which is also made out of wood. No stone here. You are brought inside to, uh, and asked to wait outside of the chamber room. There we go. Um, a few moments pass, and the large door creaks open, and you guys are brought into the chamber, the audience room. It is dimly lit with just some light coming in from some high windows up above. And there, on a slightly raised dais, uh, sitting in a fairly large throne that has kind of wooden spikes coming off of the back of it as if they were as if it was like a palisade chair in the back with nice wooden areas in front sits a younger man he's leaned forward one elbow on a knee his hand resting in his his head resting in his hand he's got a scruffy but shortly trimmed black beard he's fairly short probably 5'4 five, 5'5 
and a little bit on the heavy side. He wears no crown about his head, but he does have some, you know, traipsings of nobility across his chest, some nice golden decorations on his clothes. You notice his arms have uh, bands around them as well. He has two rings, one on each hand. And he looks at the three of you and says, So, you're the two that said you were attacked by gnolls. Bob nods. With all, I, I'm not, with all due respect, my lord, we, 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 were, there, we were attacked by gnolls. I... I bear the blood and the bruises. How do I know that's not pig's blood? I was considering risk, like, thinking, what, what, the, what is this guy? What is this guy's angle? Um, blood. Uh, what? Why? Why, your lordship? What reason would I have to? To, to lie about this. Right. To draw I'm, my men out into the field where they can be cut to ribbons. Ooh, this guy's paranoid. I like him. <laughs> uh, or perhaps to just draw them away from my keep so you can finish the job. My lord, I have, I have no stake in this matter. I am a, a, a traveling engineer. I, I've, I've seen many lands, and I. An engineer, you say. Do you know how to build a ballista? I tilt my head curiously, because why? I I just repaired one in Thornwood, not one week prior. Why, Why? Why would you ask? Because we need a wizard, but a ballista might do. I pause, taken aback. A wizard, you say? <laughs> he looks over to Bob and says, You there, you pathetic fellow. What about your story? Bob goes, Well, well I, I, my, my lord, I, I, I'm from our town. I'm from Misty Rapids myself. My family's been here a dozen generations back. We were on our way to Thornwood to, to trade our grain. Uh, when the, the the gnolls attacked, they took our, our donkeys with all of our grain. They butchered my family, stabbed him up against a tree. My brother, well, he was wounded and, and he, he tried to crawl away, but a man came and killed him, ripped open his chest and pulled out his intestines. He did the same to the gnolls too. I, I nod, I say, I, I too saw a man among the gnolls. A knight, a warrior, in dark armor, maybe green or black, and a sword of bone. It was horrifying to see a man mingle with with such beasts. He asks you the to he did. You know, give as much description on who this person is as possible. We don't have to go through the, the details, yeah. but I, he yeah. grills I, you. I, I don't really... Yeah, I get lost in the other details. I'm like, I don't know, it all it was so fast, and I got hit in the head, and it was bloody, and I just caught a glimpse of him. Okay. When you guys have told your I, I stories, the story. he looks to Sir Lydia and goes, 
And you, Sir Knight, what would you have me do about this? I don't have the men to patrol the roads. Why don't you go ask the Countess? She might have more troops to spare. You know our situation here is dire. Um, the Knight just bows and humbly says, Of course, Your Lordship. Uh, and then he dismisses the three of you. As yeah. you get up to like, go, he says, Not you there. Yeah, I've started to back out, and I was planning to have it to have a word with him at the end, but I'll let him command me to stay. What <laughs> pause? And... Engineer, what is your name? Carl, if it pleases my lord. Carl, I stay. I would speak with you a moment. I nod. But the, is, are we in like a great hall or something? Yeah, like a large, large room, but no one is it's in it. It's a great again. hall that's not so great. It's like. You know, the dimensions aren't great, or it's the dimensions aren't great. It's the equivalent of a great hall, but it's kind of short. It's like thirty feet front to back, twenty feet wide. Mm -hmm. Is there a door behind me? A double door, or just a single door? A large arched single door is what you came in through. Well, I let it close as my as Sir Lydia and Bob. (laughs) You notice that standing next to Sir Nikon Song, which is his name is another, at this point, you're presuming knight. Um, he, this one is a man, also middle-aged, but he's huge. He's like, he's over six feet tall and over 200 pounds. Uh, he wears chainmail armor and has a beautiful, well, I guess you can you can only see this, the scabbard, but a beautiful bluish steel scabbard with uh, some sort of green scales wrapped around the top and the bottom of it. Yeah, I had planned on saying something to the Lord, but I think I, my gaze gets stuck on that apparently magic blade. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the Lord says, Engineer, I, we have a problem. I, I cannot go pay the respects to my ancestors that they so well deserve. A pair of gargoyles have situated themselves on the barrows. I have sent my best knight to deal with it, but they ripped him to shreds. I was hoping to find a wizard coming through town in order for to have him dispatch these beasts. But I wonder if a ballista aimed at one of the creatures would do them well. A sword may not may bounce off their scales, but a ballista a tree trunk lobbed at them at incredible speeds? Nothing can survive that. What say you? I... No, not for your roads, but your keep will certainly be safer with a blista. Aye, I can, I can build it for you. I presume you have the wood? We have peasants that can get wood for us. And labor. I, I'm not... Yes, my lord. It, it, it can be done. Excellent. Gargoyles, you said. And it will have wheels, so we can wheel it out to the barrows. There are many miles from here. Sure, sure. And you can hit a target from range? Not due to have those beasts fly over to us. We must be sure to 
They strike a blow. This all took a took quite a turn that Garrett wasn't really expecting. Here, I thought I was brought up here to get hung like a like a witch, and this kooky guy and his gargoyles. What did this lord say his name was, or did he not? Nikon Song. Oh, okay. I thought that was the knight. No, okay. Nokin. Sorry, Nokin Song. There we go. Hmm. I'll get started right away. Okay. Um, um, as you start kind of fumbling in your mind about these details, mm-hmm. he looks you up and down and says, how do I know I can trust you that you're not some sort of spy? Who agrees to work without first negotiating payment? I... I merely assumed that you were good for it, my lord. I, I... Hmm. Okay. Eyes me suspiciously. Where did you learn the art of siege craft? Uh, across the sea, in the east. You've come a long way. What brings you to Arcadia? I'm but a young man. I still have much to much to learn in the ways of the world. I completed my university studies, read a, every book in the in the library. Hmm. So, well-lettered man. I nod. I wish there are, my there are people... things to learn which cannot be learned, and I'm I'm sorry for interrupting, your lordship. More people should be lettered. Get on with your work then, uh, and he hustles you out. Ooh. Okay. Short-tempered and suspicious, and short, and just plain short, and just and just short, yeah. <laughs> did was he did he say he himself was armored or armed? No, he was not armed or armored, but his bodyguard was. Okay. Yeah, I back out of the room and look up how I actually build one of these suckers. Um ballista wait, defending type protection. I wonder, it might be under engineering in the HB, not under the ballista stats. Okay. Hmm. Well, so I, I think I get my way back into town. Or am I staying in the keep until? No, you're gonna have to stay in town. They don't have room for okay. I, unless you ask for room here. Uh, no, no, but I, yeah. You find Bob and Lydia waiting for you outside. They mm-hmm. walk with you back. Bob stays on the other side of Lydia from you the whole time. Okay. I'm casts dirty, suspicious glances at you. I'm standing up. Much much taller after that conversation. Okay. Feeling feeling pretty good about myself. Maybe it's not that bad to be a wizard. And then I have a flashback to Or I look down I look down at bloodstained sleeve and in any case. Lydia. Does Lydia have anything to say to ask to Or does she just scowl at me the whole way back? No, she doesn't scowl or anything of that sort. 
Um, she doesn't even ask you what your discussions about with him were about. Uh, mm -hmm. She makes pleasant chatter about the weather. Yeah, I'll say so. Um, yeah, I'll ask. So who is that? Who is that knight next to uh, Lord Song? Her brow furrows when you say that. She says, "Oh, that's Sir Greller." Greller. Sir Greller. An ominous name. He is a. He is a rough sort of fellow. A keen fighter who also possesses a magical weapon. Two, in fact. I had. I mean, magic? <laughs> she smiles and kind of puts her halberd forward and says, Yes, we are lucky enough to be blessed with a few magic weapons in this town. One of the reasons we can keep it so safe when when we have so few to defend it. Not appraisingly. Um, so the proficiency doesn't give me anything on... On what? Words. Engineering? I mean, it just says you're certified to engineer things. Including oh, you're going to need the combat and tactics. And blah, blah, yeah. Blah. yeah, that's what I'm looking at now. No. Okay, cost. Wait. The cost is in gold, oh. I presume. Yeah, but I assume that's not going to be my problem. But we'll find Wind out. Crew. <laughs> um, and where's their building times for these things? That's what I couldn't find. And if, like, what the. I guess I. That's. War machines, defense value, don't. There may not be rules for this, which would be strange considering all the there rules. There is like that a. They have. It might be in like that. Arms and equipment. Fortresses. No, arms and equipment's just pretty pictures. Um, oh, the the castle builders guy. There's like a castle. Yeah, yeah, the castle builders guy. That's what it is. Well, I'm gonna say that you can probably, if you have a crew with you, you can build a ballista. If you have all the men and supplies that you need, you ought to be able to build a ballista in like a week. Yeah, that sounds quite. I'm like even accounting for lazy peasant labor. Yeah, because if you've got like, yeah, if you've got the number of people and you're just directing and say make me this beam and make me that thing and use do do this and do do that. Yeah, and even accounting for the no 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 you right you measured it wrong. Right, it's his foot, not her foot. Right, if you have to do it yourself, you know, or if you have not enough labor that people, you know, not enough labor to work on multiple projects at the same time, I would increase the time. Mm -hmm. uh, but he seems to be able to round up some labor for you. Oh, are we or at least promises to, to round up labor for you. Okay. Yeah, no, you've got some time. Indication. Yeah. So I guess I head back to... I don't know. I guess I, I wander around town. It's still early in the day. I'm going to set out to starting to design this ballista and I'll figure out the labor and the materials once I know the plan. Mm -hmm. um, 
Will we just roll a proficiency check like at the end of the week at the or at the week. beginning? Yeah. Okay. The player's handbook doesn't say anything about. No, it's it's super general. I think it, I do have a check for it, but it's just like two paragraphs. Like you're qualified to build keeps, and you're qualified how to construct to and use siege weapons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool. Yeah, and there's no mention of ballista anywhere else. Simple machines, catapults, river locks, giant mills, or large fortresses and dams. Okay. Yeah, cool. We'll fine. We'll be fine. Um, so, what would you like to? What would you like to do before your siege engine begins being built? I want new pants. You get your I pants can't at be the end a of the day. Badass wizard with. The, uh, I guess maybe I don't even mind. And my blood stains at this point. Do I get looks from the townsfolk? No, the other people. Will, I mean, you know, you've got the butcher in town. He's covered with blood all the time. You get some looks, but mostly because you're an out of towner, you presume. Oh no, my connection is unstable. Ryan has no more audio. Am I? Can you uh, hear me? Yeah, I can I hear you up? now. There yeah. we go. My internet crapped out for a second there. Cool. Um. So okay. So by the time you get back to town, a knight rides through the same Sir Greller as before. Um, tells you that he will meet you at your inn in an hour, in a few hours, with labor for you. Okay, that seems super weird. Like this is like literally like twenty minutes after. Oh, I guess it was a couple hours. Okay, Uh, forty-five minutes. Yeah. 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 So he hung out for an hour. They got gossiped about me and then he discussed plans and he rode in on his horse mm-hmm. um, okay and then uh, he cool. where does he find so he finds me like on the road like as yeah. we're getting back to town he rides us rides past us mm-hmm. uh, and then he takes off to the east uh east. down the road mm-hmm. hmm. okay before you got into misty rapids you did pass a few other villages or trails that would lead off to villages you know it's little signposts in the ground Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, on the world map for everyone for everybody the world map doesn't show every single station uh, it shows you why don't we actually change that so we can see everything it shows the major towns and cities it doesn't list every village around so if this is Misty Rapids, you are kind of covered in little villages to the south, east, and southwest. Like out here and over here, there's villages all over the place. Same thing when you get to Cauldron, there's just going to be villages all around it. And there'll be villages in between. We're just marking the major settlements on these maps. No one really cares about the smaller villages. Fuck peasants, am I right? Mm-hmm. Although there's plenty to do if you want to go scouring around little villages. They don't have strong militaries and need adventurers' help more than the townsfolk, usually. But there's also nothing to do in villages. Nothing to buy. They won't have any supplies. Um, Anyway. So after that short encounter with Sir Greller? Greller. Yeah. Was he just, like, super curt with his message? He was just Mm -hmm. like... What up? Men are coming. Peace out. Bye. Yeah. A little more gruff. Maybe, maybe, maybe a little more formal. All right. 
Interesting. So maybe that's where I'd like had turned to Sir Lydia and gotten her disapproving face when I asked about Sir Greller. Mm-hmm. All right. So we make our way back into back into Misty Rapids. You get back to Misty Rapids and you I find a nice pub place. to do my work and then meet up back at my hotel in a couple of hours. All right. Uh, we can just skip on forward to that. Um, you get back to First Falls Inn. Um, uh, I think I'm going to find a... I'll probably work at one of the... Because this is just an inn, right? There's no right. common room. So I will hang out in... I guess the Bad Fish is the only one that I know of. Yeah, there's also the Bait and Tackle and Jexels. Okay, I will, would have heard of these or something. Uh, if you mentioned anything at all, being like, hey, or what other places are around, you can, mm-hmm. they're not hard to find. Uh, let's try our luck with Jexels. Okay. Jexels. Named after a... Jexel, the god of luck and wine. Is this at the top of the hill? It yes. Like? It's by the like main road. Up towards the temple. Mm-hmm. It is a, the... a kind of a rough and tumble sort of place. You see broken crockery lying around on the ground. There's some hay everywhere to kind of just soak up the, the things that spill without actually having to mop anything around. There's all sorts of peanut shells all over the place. Uh, greasy plate glass windows that haven't been cleaned maybe ever. Um, what was the bad fish like again? Is that a more civilized establishment? Slightly more civilized, yes. Uh, the only thing is that Jexel's has a balcony, <laughs> or not a balcony, a porch an outside mm-hmm. porch that has like a, a nice seating area with a view of the river, but the inside is okay. Cool. Okay, yeah, that sounds more. So I probably poke my head inside and just like immediately like flag down. Is there a barmaid or a barkeeper? There is a busty barmaid just... walking about. Okay, yeah, I flag her down, order a a pint of stout, and immediately just walk right back out of that dingy place and okay. sit on the porch. Yeah. Enjoying my beer as I draft up the plans. To you can, Lista. you can hear all sorts of crass uh, comments being lobbed at the barmaid from inside. You know, people making cat calls and probably pulling at her skirt or something and making yells. But she, Georg was still quite polite to her. Yeah, she seems to manage well enough on her own. And yeah. So, what do my beers cost me? And I Your guess we'll roll up the proficiency you check later. But two copper each. Yeah, that's nice. I'll have to just give her a silver. I probably just give her a whole silver unless she brings me change at the end. Um, and I do have two pieces of parchment. I've got my ink and stuff. So yeah, I get started on those plans. Okay. Um, and then sometime later, you meet up with Sir Greller, who has rounded up 30 peasants for you. Mm-hmm. Um, they're wearing sandals and are carrying tools over their shoulders. Mm-hmm. Um, and he directs you that yeah. all the work shall be done in the keep. So this, you said that, sorry, this is, I, was, I was thinking about... I was managing character sheets. This was Sir Greller. Um, Sir Greller does. Okay, so he does meet there. It's not just a bunch of peasants. Right, he meets with a bunch of peasants, tells when you I... all that all the work will be done in the keep and that the peasants will have to go 
from their house to the keep every day and be there by sunup in order to work on the, the ballista. And when one of them protests that he lives a couple miles outside of Mist, uh, Misty Rapids and that the, the the keep is another few miles, he just goes, well, you'd better wake up early then. <laughs> I like this guy, too. <laughs> this place is full of terrible, terrible people. It's like, yeah. All right. And oppressed peasants. And all of their names are Bob, right? How many Bobs do we got gathered on this fine misty morning? You have two misty dozen. afternoon. Two dozen. That's like that's probably more labor than I even need. We're gonna let's, let's put a bigger ballista. Oh, it's no. Light ballista is the only one that can target any. Okay. You can build more than one. Two dozen people? I guess th there's no rules established for how... That seems like a lot of people to be working on one ballista. But I at guess. the same time, it takes a couple, like, to plane wood back in the oh, day. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you know, we probably like... gotta go... Do we have to chop wood, too? Yep. Can... Okay. So there's there's a lot of work to be done. Everything has okay. to be is done Sir by Is Greller loitering around, or does he, like, say, you gotta be there by sunup? Oh, I guess we're... Are we going there now, or are we yeah. meeting there tomorrow? he wants you guys to head there now, so you can survey the areas, and you can mark out yada 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 and give them orders and get the process started um and then he just tells you guys to go off and he rides off and eventually catches up with you guys and tells you that there is a two oxen pulling some felled trees behind you that will be making the making it to the keep before sundown uh, and then he takes off again All right, boys, let's get walking. Okay. Who wants jerky? <laughs> All right, uh, you guys make it to the keep. And I guess go to work. You are provided with some food and drink partway through. But when the peasants stop their toils, whatever it is that they're doing to go join you, they're snapped at by Sir Greller saying, if you didn't pack your own lunches, then you're an idiot. This is for the engineer. Get back to work, you lazy peasant. <laughs> so is um, is Sir Greller there the whole time, or does he just show up at lunch and he's like, um, no, he doesn't show up with lunch. Another servant comes out with lunch. Yeah. He, you're kind of overseeing things, and then Sir Greller is behind you overseeing things. And then up in the tower is <laughs> so very very micromanaged. Sir Greller's like there on my, like watching he's, me the whole time. He's there is... to make sure no one steps out of line. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's yeah. watching everything. Yeah. <laughs> this place, these kooky bastards. All right, all right. So lunch is brought for me, but not for the poor slaves. I mean peasants. Right. Free men, right? Free labor. Free man. Yeah, free labor. All right. Is lunch notable, or was that just notable that I was the only one that got it? Just notable that you were the only one that got it, and the others were re rebuked for not remembering to bring lunch on the day that they were ordered <laughs> on my hike to this place and work all day in the sweltering <laughs> sun. Uh, I'm, I'm not here to liberate these peasants. Nope. Maybe liberate their souls. We'll see. Um, 
So is there anything that you would like to say or do or anything other than just ballista building for the next week? We can just skip on to the end <clears throat> or skip through as far as we can if there's nothing else you want to do. We keep doing these ballista building montages. Um, I don't think that's what I do all day. And I think once I've like made the plans, it's. I mean, it almost seems like Sir Greller's like, uh, yeah. Like I can kick back and pull Sir Greller and be like, work harder, you slaves. <laughs> kind but. of. I mean, there's still a lot of micromanaging to be done. Mm -hmm. These guys are, they're yeah. decent enough workers. I mean, yeah, they're, I'm... they're competent human beings. You know, they're just because they're peasants doesn't make them complete idiots. They've all built yeah. their own houses and whatnot. But for some of these finer points, they do need your. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I stay, I, during the days I stay pretty active with the building. I, I'm a handyman as well. I do have a blacksmithing proficiency. I don't know if there's any metal bit. There's probably screws and things on the ballista, I would guess. And if not, I will see to screws and things to make it more sturdy. Okay. Like on the frame and wheels. How are you going to do wheels? I mean, you're going to make all that out of wood. That's a pain in the ass. No, I make Big that out of wooden metal. wheels. I, I assume they have a, have a forge of some kind. Yes. A, a smithery at the keep or um, no? not at the keep. Their smithies are, there's a disused and uh, smithy at the keep that would probably take a few days and some more labor and some more money to get up and running. I, I think I would like to get it up and running at the same. So I, I mean, there's, yeah, I, I was thinking that two dozen people is too much for the ballista. Or I'll, I'll tell, yeah, I'll say Ballista needs metal. We're getting this, this smithy fired up. And so I like, I like, like ha once the Ballista's underway, like once we've done all the big, all the planing of the, of mm -hmm. the timber, I'll like split the group in half. Not, probably not even half. Probably, you said there were two okay. dozen? Yeah, like. So the, it'd probably be like 15 on the Ballista. Or, the um, the anvil's all rusted. It needs to be like cleaned off. The actual smithy's slightly fallen apart. It needs a new roof. It needs new this. needs a new that. Some of the tools are missing. Um, mm -hmm. You're going to have to... Yeah, so I think I'm going to try and like try and lump this in with the same job. Okay, give me a charisma check to persuade and... them to put up the money for the replace, fixing the smithy. Because, oh, you know, this is relatively free labor. They still have to... Yeah, uh, the peasants aren't theirs to just order about forever. Twenty-two. So I, I think what happens is I just like I just do it, and there's probably a, a confrontation where Sir Greller's like, or like by proxy, Lord Song by proxy through Sir Greller's like, what are you doing getting the over here in the smithy? You're supposed to blah blah blah. And I'll be like, we we need metal, we need screws. Getting the smithy up and running, and they're like grumble yeah. grumble grumble. Just let me do it. Sure. And so maybe it adds time to the job. Let's, it'll add some time and it'll add some money. Um, yeah. But they don't complain I'm, too heavily. Money. And I don't think it's actual money. It's like you've got, they've got to like, they're digging into, they're probably digging into their iron stores, which are as good as cash or there. And they maybe ask to trade some coin for. For some supplies. Like they'll have to go yeah. into town to buy some tools to replace the tools that are missing. And, sure. you know, the peasants have to do X amount of hours, you know, days of work for this person. So you're using up his labor for later in the year. Mm -hmm. So not straight up coin, but definitely wealth. Yeah. Uh, he, gets a, he gets a forge out of the deal. Yeah. All right. So it's going right. to take a week and a few days. So yeah. we're just going to say nine days total. Okay. And at the end of your um, nine days. Yeah. I think I do spend my evening or my nights in town at the 
at one of one or more of the pubs and strutter and i have fresh clean clothes now yeah. mm -hmm. excuse me that are not bloodstained mm -hmm. two sets of clothes look at me moving up in the world uh rolling an engineering, engineering check, check which should be intelligence based yes so as long as you don't uh, roll a one you should be fine no because there is a penalty so i've got written down 15 so it'll go up to 16 with the amulet okay so you need a 33 four. yeah yeah i think it's like int with a with a penalty yeah into Excellent. minus three it must be, but I nail it. At Would the end of the nine days. Two, or is that? What? Is there, do you want a blacksmithing too? Um, yeah. Yeah, might as well. I think that's more, that may actually be more for the labor. Actually, just not a blacksmithing. Um, give me another engineering to see if you can okay. get the blacksmith that were back an, up and running. If that were an engineering, it would be a 16, which would make that a pass. A plus 16. Okay, sure. 24. Cool. So you do get the the blacksmith shop up and running again you yeah get the... and i think i i think i make like a first screw and i'm like oh, i'm too weak for this 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 the stat the skill is strength based and i mm -hmm. hand it off to the peasants to make the make the bolts and screws or whatever yeah i think most blacksmithing things you don't if you're making a horseshoe you don't need to make a blacksmithing check you know you just you make a fucking you horseshoe. Right. but when yeah, you're take, making swords and other complicated delicate well, the, things well weaponsmithing is its own thing okay and so is armor smithing. When, yeah, and well, not not important. Fine, when you're making shovels and mm -hmm. plows, you might have to make a check. But for basic, like for making a nail, you don't need to do that. Mm -hmm. Screws might be. Um, is there anything relevant that happens throughout the week, or are we just do we want to fast forward to the end? Um, I should at least be paying for my lodging and food, or is he covering that as well? No, you're paying for everything. Uh, yeah. You accept for your lunch. And on the last day, he invites you to sup with him. But other than that, you're out. paying, I think, three copper a day for your room. Um, and they'll sell you some food for another two silver. That's how they get you. Cheap lodgings, but expensive food. <laughs> what did you say? You. Three copper for the room? And then... Yeah, I'm double checking that price right now. I think I gave a... No, I'm sorry. It's gave... five copper a night for your room. Holy and... shit. I, I accidentally picked the crummy in in town. Yeah. I guess that wasn't an accident. They... No, you intentionally picked was... the crummy in to yeah. keep a low profile. So five copper a night and one silver think... a day for food. But it's like shitty, poor food. You're getting like... I think I would upgrade midweek. I think I would spend... I had paid a gold, so I think I will like spend the gold. How long does that get me in? food and lodge was there food at bait and tackle yeah so after I, four days you've spent six silver no i think i would have probably moved even before that and upgraded to the fog view and all right so give them three silver for two days okay. there and then uh, the uh, i had already paid view. the gold i think the gold is a lot remember i like handed him right did i hand yeah, him the gold? Well, you, if you say you're checking out he'll give you change oh okay he's okay. not he's not a thief yeah all right, fog view in. And the fog view is three silver a night. Uh, no, three silver for food and five silver a night for lodgings. So eight total. Eight times yeah. nine is Eight times 72. seven, because you spent two days at the other one. Oh, yeah, right, right. Eight times seven is 56. Oops, it's 56 silver. 
Mm -hmm. Doing some math already. Living it up. And the fog view is much nicer. It's right near the main temple. It's got a gorgeous view of the the, the river. Um, and you can see at night as the mist like flows over the town and covers the entire town. By your calculations, the river water must still be warm even this far down from the cauldron. Miles and miles from the cauldron. The water is still yeah. somehow warm. At least warm enough to produce these waves of fog in the evening. So cool. Wow. I want to live there. <laughs> uh, I know you this oppressive Lord Song. Uh, yeah, I'll be it's Lord ish. Song. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll be your Georg. Yeah, actually, I don't want to be Lord Song. I'll, I'll work in one of the inns, and that'll be fine. <laughs> um, so there is one more thing I want to be want to think about, or at least keep my ear to the to the rumor mill, and that's Displacer Beasts. I don't know if this is going to be something that I'll hear about, but it's it's something that I'm thinking about. So if, I, if is there a library in this town? There's is... no library. Yeah. This is the... Well, I guess you've only been in four towns. Mm -hmm. uh, you've, been in, you've been through a few villages. This is only your fourth town, but this is by far the poorest, shittiest town of any of the towns you've been in. The one that I found the most friendly. Yeah. <laughs> friendly? <laughs> <laughs> or at least accepting of me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so, no one's talking about Displacer Beasts. What about Burning Witches? Are they talking about Burning Witches? Do they seem to have the mistrust of magic that they did in the... Yes. Uh, okay. People seem to mistrust magic, but they often, you know, some of the favorite stories are talking about the magic weapons of the knights mm -hmm. of Sir Lydia and Sir Greller. Well, who do you think made those magic weapons? Look, I mean, that's like... Sir, oh, Sir Lydia's halberd is also magic. I, I gather that. Yes. Yes. Um, Sir Lydia's halberd is called Knight Slicer. <laughs> oh, N-I-G-H-T? Yes, N-I-G-H-T. And mm -hmm. Sir Greller's two blades are Bellum's Whisker for his broadsword and Demon's Eye for his dagger. Uh, his knife, I'm sorry, not dagger, knife. Hmm. And all I got's a Carl. Mm -hmm. I, I, have I detected magic on Carl yet? I think uh, I would have done that over the course of the week. Uh, you also find out that Sir Griller has enchanted armor as well. It's not named, but people mm -hmm. refer to his armor as magical many times. Okay. Um, all right, so I do heal, I heal the 2 HP I had lost, and I will at some point cast a detect magic on, on Carl the dagger. Carl the dagger is magical. He is. He is. Just as magical as you are. And here, do I get a read on the sphere, or is it just like a... Uh, I think that's 10% per level. What level are you? Yes, four. That's a D8. Let's try it with a D10. You do not get a read. Okay. Um, huh. That's I th Here I thought you were just making steel so badass that it would feel like magic. But um, Well, that may be the case as well. You wouldn't mm -hmm. notice because you're not wearing any bronze, anything. Nope. But 
Uh, this was also magical. Magic daggers! Sweet. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Okay. All right. I think in all this magic talk, I probably forget about displacer beasts, unless yeah. something happens to mention it. But that's just—I think it's, that's a standing, standing request. I've, I've, yeah. Do you ever go out of your way to look for information, or do you just passively wait for it to come in? Um, I would like to be active about it, but I don't. I mean, I guess I, maybe after hearing, after getting a feel for the play, this, this town, mm -hmm. whatever you'd call it, town. <laughs> Over the you know over the first couple of days, I'll probably I would probably be more comfortable asking about something kooky like, yeah. Yes, have you ever are, heard of a displacer beast? There are displacer beasts to the north, in the soggy hills on the other side of the river, in the forest and hills beyond. So if I were to wander into the woods and cast a conjure spell component spell, would the displacer beast leather hop off of its skin and into my hand? No. Sorry, go on. You were telling me about the spooky woods to the north. Um, they, when you ask about, you know, has anyone heard of displacer beasts? Mm -hmm. uh, whoever it is that you're talking to goes, yeah, they they live in the soggy hills and in the wisp woods, but I wouldn't go anywhere near them if I were you. They're some of the most deadly creatures out there. Not to mention, the wisp woods are otherworldly. Hmm. I nod with a, probably an off-putting grin coming over there my face. There are these, these floating lights they call will-o'-wisps that live in the woods. Lots of them. Lots and lots of them. They, they look like a lantern light, maybe, or a torchlight in the distance, but it's not. They feed off of your fear, they say. And the soggy Ooh. hills are no better. They may have their home to displacer beasts and hill giants, not to mention other monstrous creatures. Wargs, trolls. They even have medusas up there. Are you just reading off the encounter tables? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cool rumors. Rumor has it there's a uh, some sort of lion with three heads, one of a goat, one of a dragon, and one of a lion that flies through the woods. I've never seen it, but I've heard one lives there. A chimera. Hmm. Well. All right. That, that's it. That's it. Okay, so we passed the week. Um, I will have cast that Detect Magic. I think I'm going to switch to Comprehend Languages. Yeah. They would have also mentioned something about the Wispwoods have plants that will eat you alive. Mm -hmm. Hmm. So you, I can't discharge spells without um, without casting, casting them. them. Correct. And if I don't have a spell component for the spell, it's stuck in my brain forever. Um, you could miscast it. I guess. So, like, start cast. I mean, I guess try, practice it without a spell component. And yeah, you could try it without a spell component. Just is there a chance for miserable failure if I do something like that? 
or is it? Can Probably. Just... You know, anytime that you're miscasting magic, things can go wrong. <laughs> yeah, I think I would like to get Displace Self out of my head because it seems like Displacer Beast, what leather is going to take some questing. Um, can you what actually? No, you? no. I actually hold on. I take that back because I need I need two second level spells, right? Oh no, I can downgrade as long as I have one second level spell in my sphere. Okay, yeah. So I will try and. What level are you, Ryan? Uh, level four. Please roll me a d twenty. We're doing a wild surge. We're checking on the wild surge table to see if anything, if you twenty wild twenty. Surge. I don't think that actually means. No, nineteen is your number. <laughs> if you were level one, that would hit it. If you were a wild mage, that would be mad bonus dice. That'd be plus bonus two level. to the casting level on your of your wild surge. Yeah. All right. So I burn my displaced self. I'll swap it for comprehend languages in case I run into any giants. I want my displacer beast leather. <laughs> All right, the ballista right. is built, and you have built a number of bolts as well. Um, um, rate of fire is one every eight rounds. Yes. It takes a crew of one to operate, I believe. Yes. But I would will hopefully have some backup on this harebrained expedition. Yes. Um, so, so did you say, okay, so did you say we I that I supped with the Lord? You will sup with you... Lord Noken. Um just trying to open up the siege warfare tables for later use. Here we go. I think I just roll at Thacko eighteen. Yeah. So after the thing is built, he has you dine with him. Uh, he is, you find out that over the course of this week, you found out that he is a bachelor. Mm. He inherited these lands after his parents died. His father was poisoned, and then his mother died in a riding accident, which appeared to have been, by all the people's account, it appears to have been just a normal accident. But you can tell that the way that they say it, it sounds like he doesn't believe it was a riding accident. Um, oh, he wait. It, he wait. Say that again. Who the, does, the Lord does not believe his mother was killed in a riding accident. He believes foul play after his father was poisoned. The rest of the town kind of just goes, "Well, whatever accidents happen," and this guy's just paranoid. Mm -hmm. um, but you have dinner with him the night that everything is finished. Uh, it is just he and you seated at this fairly large table. Mm -hmm. um, Sir Greller, his personal bodyguard and captain of his entire guard, uh, stands watch from a respectful distance behind him. Mm -hmm. Servants bring you a little bit of food here and there. Over the course of the week, you've noticed he's got about 10 men-at-arms plus Sir Greller and Sir Crystal, who is his gatekeeper, which seems to be a rank that you have encountered in each town you've been through. Seems that so every town has like a knight who was appointed the gatekeeper of the keep, or something. Mm -hmm. hmm. um, it's definitely foreign to to your notions of nobility. But so Thornwood, Thornwood. I guess Thornwood was the only walled city I went through. Yes. So you're saying Thornwood had a Thornwood had a gatekeeper as well. Um, 
You might. You hung out in Shirebrook for a long time. We kind of just glossed yeah, over. Some there was of those no details. gate. Oh, there was a. Okay, yeah, I there did. There was a did gate I, for the. I went, the keep itself. The town didn't have yeah, a wall. Okay. I, the, I met with uh, the conjurer. Uh, Aldrich the conjurer. I've got it written down. Aldrich. Aldrich the conjurer. Yes. Yeah. The baronet's so, council. You did indeed pass the gatekeeper there as well. Hmm. Anyway, you were brought to dinner with this man one night. Um, Last he, night we have a successful ballista. We probably demonstrated it for him just now, or have or have we not done that yet? I presume you successfully test fired it. Yeah, I don't need to roll a one again. We can just we can just say that it that it fires just fine. Yeah. I probably let him fire the first shot if he wanted to. He doesn't want to. He wants okay. to see an expert use it. Okay. In that case. Uh... The expert can't use it. It takes some tuning. Okay. Anyway, uh, so he sits you <laughs> down at dinner. Food is served. Him first, and he immediately digs in without even waiting for you. Uh, and he looks up from his slurping and his, like, shoveling his food into his face to give you a look and says, So, Mr. Engineer, you wreck Reagan... This ballista of yours will kill a gargoyle. I hadn't even stopped to think about that. Um, is there any sort of lore check to roll? Like, do you have any sort of? I have spellcraft. If gargoyles are magical creatures, could I maybe roll that to see if I would know if they're only damageable by magic or if? Hmm. Yeah, give me a spellcraft check. We'll just see how that turns out. Yeah, I think I'm having this real. So I guess it's have I. Um, no, <laughs> I think I have like my jaw drops. and I'm like, I don't know what I don't know what the deal is with these gargoyles. Can you kill them with a ballista? I must confess, my lord, I don't know. And I stop smile probably puts his food down. It says, you mean you've spent the last week building this ballista and it may not even work? The ballista will work. There are hundreds of man hours put into this project. Trust me, Lord Song. Hmm. If the ballista doesn't fell the gargoyles, I will, f I will find uh, another way. What other way is there? And smile reassuredly. I, I have sent my best knight to slay it. And instead it slayed him. Oh, Sir Greller is, is, is not your best? I like leaning closer so that <laughs> Sir Greller can't hear anymore. Maybe you could Sir Greller is a fine knight. And the replacement for his predecessor. Well... Serving uh, gets a fire and going in the yeah, hearth. Yeah. If I might ask, when did these gargoyles first show up at the Barrows? Wipes his short beard on his shirt. Because they showed up about a month and a half ago. Maybe two months. Not sure why. Not sure exactly when. We went to pay our respects to my dear father last month on the anniversary of his death. And found strange statues 
sitting about. We... It's not like statues to just appear in the middle of nowhere. We're not fools. So I sent one of my men to investigate. He was ripped to shreds before our eyes. That's when I sent out my best knight. Even he could not take out these foul beasts. Didn't even seem that they were wounded. They say magic may be the only way to harm them. And while Sir Greller here does possess not one but two magic blades, I would not risk his life. If something were to happen to him, he would truly be defenseless. And this could very well be a ploy by our enemies to lure my strong men away from me. What about a strong woman? <laughs> I laugh as well. I think it was a joke. So, it appears you've pissed off a very powerful wizard, or your father did. Am I presuming too much, my lord? These people work from the shadows. They hide their intentions and their goals. I have no idea who these people are. But they're there. My father paid with his life, and so did my mother. I have only kept them at bay with my wit and my caution. Um, he takes some bread and what runs it through his trencher, scarfs it down, pushes it back, and says, Another! Slams his <laughs> hand on the table. And his servant brings him some more wine and another trencher full of stew with a big loaf of bread. He digs back in. Meat juices dripping off of his hairy chin. Well, Lord Song, I must admit this is the first I've ever heard of, I mean, I've heard of gargoyles, but actual gargoyles, cursed statues, this is peculiar indeed. I sent one of my men to the library the great mm. library, in order to find what he could. This is the information he returned with. He says that they may not be damaged but by magical means. That they were statues animated once by a mad wizard who then propagated their own species. Can you imagine that? Stones breeding. It's an absurd notion, but absurdities are what we face these days. Wouldn't a magical construct replicating itself? I would laugh, but apparently their gnomes and kobolds replicate. That seems just as absurd to me. Hmm. I asked the king of Stromheim to send me his court wizard to deal with these beasts never returned my reply. You see here, Sir Engineer, we are all alone in Misty Rapids. No one cares for us, and we must find our own way, no matter the cost. Yes, I have seen 
You are uh, a hardy people. You've earned, earned my respect. Eridon is by far the strongest kingdom in Arcadia. And yet, people forget that the kingdom is only as strong as its weakest link. People turn inward and focus on greed. They forget that without each other, we are all lost. Dark times are coming ahead, Sir Engineer. Dark times are coming. Is there anything else in particular you would like to say or do? We can I'm skip through not, dinner if there's I nothing I think else. I'm still not... I still don't feel like telling this guy that I'm a wizard. It might come out in the gargoyle fight, but... If he finds out I'm a wizard, I'm never leaving. I'm going to be chained up in this guy's grape dungeon. <laughs> um, I, I would like to say... Um, so in case the... Ballista doesn't finish the job. In all seriousness, I, I would request that someone with a magic blade be at the ready. Perhaps Sir Lydia? What is the range of your ballista? Um, 11 D square. Is that 11 is... Yeah, but that's be, kind of bullshit. You should compare that to the range of a bow and then adjust, because the combat and tactics uses the the grid scale, which makes everything a lot shorter. Like, a longbow range is 100 feet or something using the grid system, but it's like 300 uh, feet not using the grid system, and we're not using the grid. Okay. So we should so adjust appropriately. You check longbow, then? Yes, a, a longbow with a sheaf arrow has a max range of 34 squares. So it looks like it's actually, it's about the same range as a short bow. A little longer than a short bow. Instead no, of 10, 20, 30, it's 11, 22, 33. A short bow is 10, 20, 36. I'm like, what? No, no that's, I'm looking at composite, I'm sorry. Composite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's eleven twenty-two thirty-three. So what's a so that's like one hundred and fifty feet, maybe. So, um, in, I'm gonna look up the the short bow yeah. and adjust. We'll get these numbers figured out. So uh, I think he asks me this simple question. One hundred ninety-eight feet is your range. Have this conversation no. in my head with myself. One hundred ninety no. feet. No, I lied. One hundred and sixty-five feet is your range. Is your max range? Okay. What happens when you shoot a magically protected gargoyle with a giant bolt the trunk of a tree? Find out after this break. See you guys on the other side. Bye-bye. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Dicing with Death. So, you have your ballista. Indeed. You asked and him about yeah, having guards nearby. I requested Sir Lydia specifically. I will not be wasting my precious soldiers on you. If you fail to perform with your ballista, that is your own problem. Live and die by your own engineering, I say. I My eyes narrow at him across the table, and I guess we can pull the curtains on that scene. But 
not too happy about going up against these gargoyles alone. How many peasants do they send with me? Uh, they send you with eight peasants to help push the... They'll like take an, use some oxen to get the ballista close enough, and then they'll have some peasants push it the, the rest of the way until they you save even sacrifice range. the oxen. No, oxen are <laughs> very valuable. Um, and then you're sitting there with your ballista and a couple of bolts. Um, so let's skip ahead to that. That's the next day. You've made it to the Barrows, which is another five-mile trek through the open hills and grasses through the, the base of the tether wild uh, until you come across these barrows. You're situated on a, a small rise down below you in this kind of valley between these three hills that rise up are these mounds, burial mounds, uh, called the barrows for obvious reasons. You've been told that this is where the nobles have been buried. The regular townsfolk just get buried in town underneath the, the churches and temples there. But the nobles come out to the barrows um, and sure enough, from your position, you can see that there are two gargoyles uh, situated on the tops of two different barrows, maybe 50 feet apart. Um, and they are just the, the very stereotypical um, perched creatures with some horns and some wings, quadrupeds, uh, mouths agape with fangs coming down. I guess you can't see the fangs from your distance. But there they perch, frozen in stone, locked in time. I do not have the spells for this. <laughs> what spells I need a knight with a magic halberd. I, mean, I, I don't know the spells for this period. I have enlarge, reduce, detect magic, color spray, feather fall, comprehend languages, and rope trick. I don't even know if color spray works on these things. I don't know. I have like no, I have no spells. Okay. Um, the... I have a magic dagger that I'm not even proficient with, and Malchus on my side. Ten footmen, plus the Sir plus Sir Lydia and Sir Greller, have come with you, as well as three of the uh, five oh. of the soldier, like the regular town guard, which are different from his personal footmen. So you've got roughly fifteen footmen and two knights with the Lord himself. And then the eight peasants and two oxen, and yourself and a ballista with, you know, four bolts. Although I doubt so, you'll use all four. I'm a little surprised that Sir Lydia and Sir Greller are here. They're here, but like they're back up the hill, off further away, guarding, okay. guarding his lordship, while you okay. and these peasants are pushing this ballista down within range. They are sticking a half mile away. Okay. Maybe a quarter mile away. Right. So I think we'll pull it up to short range. To short I'm, range? Um, yeah, I mean, it, we're not going to reload it. it. It takes eight rounds. I don't see being at long range giving us any advantage. Okay. Aside from the penalty to hit. Sure. You push it up to short range. And how short is short range? 11 squares. Yeah, it's what, yeah. So what was short bow again? You said 190 feet, I think. 
is long range for short bow. Oh. Short range. I think it's 50 feet. So you're at 55 feet away from a gargoyle. That's short range. That's for ballista. short range for ballista. Well, no, no, that's the that's the closest. Uh, 22. So 20. So 110 feet. 105 feet would be short range. Like the very edge of short range between short and medium. Wait. So what is? So you're about 100 feet away. Oh, minimum. There's no minimum. No, no, no. So for the light ballista, there's no minimum, and then short is 11. Medium is 22, large is 33. Okay, what are the penalties? For like a medium ballista, there's a minimum range of one. So you can't shoot something within one square. Okay, right. So you can get... Um, so any uh, anything shorter than 22 is short range, right? Anything shorter than 11 is short range. Okay, so yeah, so you need to be 55 feet to, away from them then. You know, we want at least around. We're going to go to... We'll go to... That seems medium. so short. Yeah, we'll do the happy medium. Okay. Me and eight peasants, he said? You and eight peasants. Are they, like, quivering in their boots? So I'm, I'm cool and calculating as we stride through these barrows. They are indeed... The a little bit nervous. Do we but have you're to go confident. amongst the barrows in order to approach? Yes, yes you okay. do. So we probably stick to the valleys, correct? Like we don't want to. You don't want to walk on top of a burial mound. No, the burial mounds are too steep to roll the ballista over anyway. Okay. No, I think I was wrong. I think the conversions between the combat and tactics in the player's handbook are actually yeah. You just multiply by five. And yeah. So it's 55, 110, uh, 165. So we get 110 feet away. Oh, no, the difference is that they give that the the player's handbook is in yards. Yeah. So you want to multiply by 5 by 30. So you're not oh. 50 feet. You're 150 feet. Okay. So then yeah. short range should be fine. 115. Yeah. We're 165 feet, right? Because it's 11. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 165. I'll take that. Yeah. Okay. And you? My Yeah, my instinct would be to go up and inspect these gargoyles, but I think my job was to shoot them in the face. Well, so... you are in charge. You can do as you please, Georg. I think I'll let the... Um... So, I mean, as soon as you get it to the place you want, the peasants book it. And they just oh, they do. Oh, yeah, they don't stay. What? Yeah, you get your ballista, and you when they're like, "This is the I right spot." I thought I was going like, yes, to shoot is, it. This is the spot. They turn and hightail it. They just maybe, run. I'm like, "What?" The? Maybe Georg wasn't expecting get, that, but the peasants leave. Get your ass back! Who's going to shoot the ballista? <sighs> I look up to the hill, half mile away. Can I squint and can I see figures? You see the. Bridge? the Lord's flag dangling in the breeze and they wave it back and forth at you. I like wave him the bird back <laughs> at this distance. It just looks they may not even be able to see me waving. If there's another way around these gargoyles, I don't want to shoot them with the ballista. 
Well, you can do as you please. You are here yeah. all by yourself now. Yeah. Standing by this ballista, wondering whether I pull the trigger. You have it aimed at a gargoyle. I pull the trigger. Okay, make me a roll to hit. Well, likely it doesn't even do anything. I don't have a way to magically enchant a ballista at bolt, so... D20 plus... With eight for the Thacko. Um, and I think that's it. No bonuses. 13. So it probably collides with the gargoyle, but shatters against its... The ballista smashes straight into the gargoyle. The two of them topple backwards off of the barrow and disappear from sight. And then the other car... I start loading the ballista, but I'm imagining I'll probably give up if these things come loading. When the other gargoyle turns its head, just goes... You can almost hear the grinding of stone on stone as it turns to look at you. Its mouth already open lets out a shrill and it leaps to the air I followed sh- momentarily I sh- by another one popping out from behind the barrow. Alright. Give me an initiative roll, Ryan. Ugh. Ooh, uh, yikes, yikes, yikes. Our, I am casting a spell. These things don't even... Alright. Uh, do um, you include I'm casting time? Yeah, that's things. what I was looking up. Um, yeah. I have rope trick, casting time two. Eleven. Uh oh. So we are. Oh no, we were medium range, right? Or were we, no, we short were short range because it was extended. So we were at 165 feet. So I think I would have. I will start backing up if I can. Sure. As I'm casting, if I can get more distance between me and them. But... Okay. So you start to back up. Well, are you casting or backing? I'm casting a spell. I'm casting a spell. But if I could have backed up at the end of last round or whatever, yeah. Okay. I'll cast the spell. The first gargoyle comes your way. Shrieks loudly. This is the one that you did not hit with the blista. As Mm -hmm. it swoops down out of the sky towards you. They fly fast. Have I start? They fly fast? They close it within the round? They close it within the round. Am I already uttering an incantation? Or can I speak to said creature? Uh, My mouth is already preoccupied. Your mouth is preoccupied. Okay. The gargoyle swoops down on you. What is your... Your armor class is just 10, right? 10, yep. Until I can get some displacer beast hide. Okay. And its claws both dig into you. Disrupting your spell. I don't know. You take four points of damage as the claws scratch across your I let out a blood-curdling scream. So my my spell just fizzles, doesn't it? Your spell fizzles in your mouth. You may say whichever words you like now. It's your turn. Who is your master? I glance over my head to see if the other gargoyle is coming. Yes. Or not. 
Whereas, did the first one fly past me, or is it, it already kind of, like, Yeah, it came and swooped, around? clawed at you, and took off in the other direction. Is it going to be able to swoop at me again next round? Or? You don't know. You've okay. never fought a flying monster right, before. So I, I, would, I will be invoking the amulet. Um, um, okay, but that's going to have to wait until next round. Well, so I lost my turn. Okay, then I guess I'm just going to run. Can... I would say that this is something that... I think usually you couldn't switch your action. Like, you couldn't make a weapon attack because you've already mm -hmm. rolled your initiative for your spell. But the amulet's power is kind of like an at-will sort of thing. So I'll say you can use amulet powers at will um, in that way. Do you have a... Yeah, I'm, I'm, as I see the gargoyle flying at me, I'm going to unleash the barrage of magic missiles at it. The one that hasn't hit me yet. The one that I hit with the ballista. Okay. RD... I just, I just roll damage. Yeah, I, just as roll As long as I get permission to damage. cast the spell. 20 points of damage. They rip the gargoyle... They, they land in the gargoyle as it flies away from you, and it topples out of the sky, crashing to the ground, part of its wing breaking off. Um, but there is a shriek from behind you as a second gargoyle comes flying in low. Uh, no, Wait, unless it's the third. The first gargoyle already went. Oh, I'm sorry, you hit the other one? And that one? was the second. I killed the second just there. Okay. The first, the one that attacked me. Sorry, I thought you said you firing at the one that already hit you. No, I was flying at the one that was flying towards me. Not no, all right, so he, away. yeah, he crashes and tumbles to the ground, landing 30, 20 feet away from you in a pile of broken rock. Um, initiative. Yeah. That initiative roll. Yeah, I was thinking what I... God, I'm such a shitty wizard. This amulet's the only, the only thing keeping me alive. RD10 plus... Plus? Oh, I... Uh, plus two... Eight. Actually, no, this is—I mean, this is me invoking the the amulet once again. But eight, including weapon speed of two, which would be the casting time of invisibility. Uh, no, the amulet has a has a weapon speed of three for all things. Okay, so nine. Okay, the other. The first gargoyle. The first gargoyle wheels around in the sky. I'm actually trying to figure out how long it takes a flying creature to turn around. Yeah, I think there are flying rules in the DMG, there right? There are, and I should have looked them up ahead of time. I, in fact, thought of looking them up ahead of time. <laughs> but somehow it slipped my brain. I think it's got movement C. So I think it takes two turns for it to turn around. So the gargoyle wheels and turns to face you, not quite making... Not coming into cool. a position to attack this round. I... I think I'm going to change my mind and maybe even lose my... I want to cast color. I think I can color spray this guy. It just says 1d6 creatures. So I think I was going to turn myself invisible, but seeing the gargoyle not attack me, I'll mm -hmm. delay. Stay visible. 1d6 creatures. Signature versus 
spell if there's six hit. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna try and cast a color spray at it actually. So what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna like try and time its chart its flying speed and get the spell to blow off right as it closes. Okay, me. so you can yeah, it's coming so at I get you my at flash a flash powder ready. It's coming at a very standard speed. So mm -hmm. you can I would say you can prepare a spell to hit at that at the right time. Mm -hmm. If it was more Especially of a, an unknown situation and you wanted to prepare a spell for something to happen and you're not sure exactly when it's going to happen, I wouldn't allow that. But since the gargoyle is clearly coming at a constant speed and, I think this, and you have 19 intelligence, you can time your spell properly. Yeah. And color spray is casting time of one. Yeah. Duration instantaneous. So I feel like it's kind of meant for this. But should we roll initiative? Uh, well, he does... takes an extra round to turn around and face you. Okay. So you have a full so round does, to... Does initiative matter? No. Okay. So I guess he just rolls the saving throw versus spell. All right, Gargoyle comes immunity. sweeping towards you, claws outstretched. I pull out my colored hand, sand, and with a pop, you throw it in the air, bright, bright lights flash, and it tumbles to the ground, crashing. Uh, give me a saving throw, Ryan, to avoid it crashing directly into you, because that's where it was heading. Saving throw or a dex? Give me a saving dex? throw versus breath weapon. My breath weapon saves Otherwise, the gargoyle collapses. Wizard worst. Um, I need to clear a 15. Is a 15 pass? Or 15 is... passes. Yeah. Boom. You tumble out of the way, and the gargoyle hits just feet behind you, plunging into the ground. Um, it was moving pretty quickly, so I'm going to give it some falling damage there. It's immune I... to non-magical weapons, which I think means the earth. So I don't think it actually breaks; hurts itself. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I charge it, pulling out Carl. Um, it's hit die matter here, actually. So, if it is four hit dot creatures are not creatures not allowed or failing saving throws. Blah blah blah. Okay, so if it is four hit die or less, it's done 2d4 rounds. Five or six hit die, it's blinded for d4 rounds. Uh, seven or more hit die, it is stunned for one. I think either way it goes crashing into the ground where it was trying to hit me. But I, my first reaction is to leap towards this downed gargoyle drawing Carl. If it's hit make... dice, what level are you? Four. Okay. So if it's five or six, it's blinded. Otherwise, it is sure. stunned slash unconscious. It is if stunned it's... slash unconscious then because it has equal to or less than your hit dice. Okay. So would you like me to roll 2d4 or do you want to? Um, I will roll the 2d4. Okay. You come up with Carl. Mm-hmm. Um... Wondering if there's any way to restrain this creature, keep it as a pet. How do you well, control the gargoyle? Or unconscious. You can yeah. you can straight up kill it. Yeah, I was I was debating keeping it alive and breeding gargoyles, but I don't think I'm quite that powerful yet. So I plunge Carl to well. I look at this. This creature seem unconscious or just stunned? Is it still like flailing around? So I, I'm, I'm, I know that it's, I know that it's unconscious. That it's not stunned. It's like laying there as I reach it. Yes, it's not reeling. It's not moving. It's 
laying motionless other than its heavy breathing. Yeah, so I'm going to take and the time to recharge the amulet with a magic missile that first okay. round that I approach it. Sure. Recharge um, to reduce your stats appropriately. Yeah, and then I, you know, stick my knife into the um, gargoyle's belly and your perform the ritual with the amulet. stone like its flesh. Does it bleed? No. Oh, I'm having this sudden realization of why I need to reduce my stats. So magic missile is strength and whiz, which doesn't affect anything directly. All right. I finished the creature. I, I tried it. I tried the ritual anyways, but it doesn't do anything, no. I assume, right? No. The ritual this, this must be has done no on a humanoid. So I, like, twist, I don't know, stir around the knife to finish off the creature. Okay. You have the gargoyle's existence. Um. <sighs> At this point, I'm, like, on my knees. Is the, the gargoyle doesn't bleed? Are there just, like, stone chips all over the place? Uh, when your knife come, went into it, it kind of, it split it like it was a loaf of bread, almost. The inside is kind of uh, it's rock, but there's a certain lightness to it as you kind of dig your dagger around. It seems like mm -hmm. your dagger treats it like flesh, but anytime you try to interact with your hand, it acts like stone. It's a weird non-Newtonian fluid. <laughs> um. All right. <sighs> Panting on my knees, I like suddenly look up and take stock of the situation. I look back up to the ridge to see what they're doing. There's a pause, and then... They're, I mean, they're a half mile off, so they can't, like, yell or communicate or anything, right. can they? No. Uh, but they, stand they up. clearly she... aren't doing anything for a little while. Yeah, I stand up, I sheathe Carl, and I walk towards the barrows. Okay. Uh, at some point, you cast a glance over your shoulder, and you see horses riding towards you, uh, followed by footmen. Um, you're you're in and amongst tuck, the barrows. I tuck my amulet back in, um, and I would like to walk towards the barrows that the gargoyles were on. You have found them. I'm uh, standing between them. Mm -hmm. I pick one at random, I suppose, and climb atop it. You have climbed atop the barrows. You have a pretty decent view of the surrounding territory. But just the barrows here, there's these three large hills that form this little central valley where these barrows are, and you can't see beyond the hills. But you can see the horsemen approaching. Is there anything... How many barrows are there? Dozens? Hundreds? Scores. That's twenties, right? For non-native English speakers or for right for those of you not non-history nerds I don't know who non-Americans we only know scores because of Lincoln yeah yeah 20s of them many 20s <laughs> of them alright um there's nothing there is there like a a pedestal or something that the gargoyle is resting upon or no, it was, it was just... just seating you can even see where it's claws dug into the grass here mm-hmm I take a knee and sort of look at the grass. It's green. Itchy. Still crouched. I look side to side. T 
taking in the majesty of this open plain. Yeah. Think of the body that must lie some feet beneath the earth. Um, and minutes I later. Wait for the knights to approach. The minutes later, approach. horsemen arrive. They I lean confidently against my staff. They yeah. first stop at the gargoyle bodies and inspect them. Um, and then ride up to you. However, as they who's approach... Who's riding? All, the two Isn't knights it? and the lord himself. Okay. His lordship, I should say. Mm -hmm. um, the footmen are trudging along behind them. Uh, as they approach, though, you notice the sheriff has her halberd kind of lowered in a like uh, in like a charge stance, but she's not charging you. But it's in a more of an offensive position, and Sir Greller has his broadsword and dagger drawn and is steering his horse with his knees. I stay at the top of the barrows. Can you even drive a horse up a barrow, up one of these things? They're pretty steep, no. But a halberd could reach you. A broadsword, probably not. He'd have to get off of his horse, okay. I suspect. Well, I uh, let them get within near shot, and I probably let them say the first... They, they approach on either side of your barrow to kind of... Where's the lord? He is coming up behind them a little bit more slowly. He stops 20 feet out. And he yells to you, Engineer! Uh, yeah. Those I bright flashes of light in the sky. You were a wizard. A sorcerer. A mage. A conjurer. <clears throat> a dimensionalist. I suppose I cannot deny it. You have seen what you have seen. Put that away, I say to Lydia. The gargoyles are down. What use is it now? Though I could have used your help a moment ago. His lordship calls back. Why did you deceive me? I spoke openly to you about my desire for a wizard, and you said nothing. To tell it true, I didn't know if I could trust you. You see... The lands I have I have walked, there is much suspicion about the ways of magic. They they hate me because of what I am, or what those who are like me but maybe not so much have done. So I had. I had to know you were you were a reasonable man. There's a long silence as the winds blow across the steps, across the hills and through the barrows. To tell it true, I did hope the ballista would work. It appeared not to. Did... Excuse me, it was a direct hit. And the creature yet lived, albeit shortly. So, I look around. Are you going to tell me what these monstrosities were doing here? I wish I knew. Hmm. They are not native to this area. They are not native to any lands, I know. They travel where they please and 
seem to enjoy nothing but watching people die in agony. I start Perhaps climbing. they were attracted to the death already here. I start climbing down the, the barrow, the hill, assuming that uh, I'm not going to get smacked with a sword, but we'll see. Well, you may now sheathes his weapons. You may now pay your respects. Um, if you don't mind, I would like to have another look at those beasts. And I start. I guess I'd start walking to the gargoyles, unless he has. I mean, he has an agenda, or I don't know what he's planning to do here. Sir Greller sheathes his swords comes up to you and just puts his hands on your kind of your front pecs almost and pushes mm -hmm. you back towards the hill okay. and goes, not so fast there wizard, your kind are not appreciated here, your deceit and your lies betray you, you are not to be trusted perhaps the reason for your persecution lies with you not with the people of the land I look Sir Griller in the eyes does he have a helmet, or is he? He does not have a helmet on. Okay. Well, what does he look like? He is a. Let me pull up his description here. He's about six three, two hundred and twenty pounds. So he's a big guy. He's he's got chainmail on that sparkles in the sky in the the morning afternoon light. Uh, he has closely cropped uh, facial hair that's very similar to your beard, actually. You're kind of like the full beard, but trimmed nice and short. He's got longer black hair that comes down to just almost to the shoulders, not quite. Um, and big bushy eyebrows and kind of dark eyes that seem to always be in a state of glare. You seem like you're describing me. You don't have long hair or, or a mean no. look. Are you sure? Okay. I look back to the Lord. Lord Song says, We have much to discuss, you and I, Mr. Engineer. Why don't you come back with us? I will see what I plan to do with you. Leave him be. The knights leave you alone and I, fall in line. I reply to the leave and be with uh, yes my lord and give like give Sir Greller a glance of, and I like relax a little bit and walk away from him. Sir Greller takes a few steps back before turning away from you and then mounts up. Uh, the footmen have finally caught up with you guys and they're all looking over at the gargoyles and poking at them and that sort of thing. Okay. I was about to go poke at the gargoyles, but... You can poke at the gargoyles, too. Everyone can poke at mm. the gargoyles. There's plenty of gargoyles <laughs> around. What does is, what is Lord Song do? Now that I've cleared these barrows for him, does he, like, do anything with them? Uh, he rides over, inspects the gargoyles, dismounts, clears some space, pokes at them, taps them with his foot, takes out a, a dagger and pokes at him again, puts the dagger away. Uh, and a non-magic dagger. Yeah. Um, and as you approach, mm -hmm. he says, "You've this one is slid open along the belly. How is that so? 
I have many tricks. Wizard so, would be most useful amongst our ranks. My services are for hire, my lord. Good. You've seen my work. We shall discuss terms. I hope this is like out of earshot of... Well, eh, maybe not. No, there are footmen all around you. Okay. Everything's being heard by everyone. Okay. Um, and then... I feel, like it, I feel like it's less ominous when the badass wizard is just like, yeah, sure, just give me give me some gold and uh, I'll, do your, <laughs> I'll do your weird quests. Well. Yeah. Um, and I think that is not the end of our episode for today, but it's definitely we're going to take a break here and come back uh, on the other side of our break with uh, the rest of the show. See you guys in a few minutes. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Dicing with Death. Don't worry, Ryan, you were good. Okay. Um, so you return to the keep, the Mott and Bailey. Yeah. How, do, how, how does that trip back go? Uh, it goes well. The knights and the footmen accompany the peasants who hook up the oxen back to the ballista and everything. It, it takes a while. You know, the ballista doesn't move too well over this open terrain. Excuse uh, me, I engineered the fuck out of those wheels. It moves just yeah, fine. Yeah, but this I is like open... monster truck wheels. <laughs> it's like open ground. You know, there's potholes and like low parts. It's not smooth road. It does not travel. Even a wagon being traveled over this would not go well. Yeah, I'd need to invent some sort of independent suspension system or something right so the whole thing's moving at like one mile an hour so it takes you like took you like five hours to get out here it's taking you like five hours to get back whole um, day so this, wasted this was a whole day well not wasted you killed two gargoyles oh yeah that sweet sweet xp mm-hmm. they have any treasure they had no treasure i thought we were gonna dig for treasure at the end you didn't dig for treasure um you all get back to the keep Mott and Bailey. Uh, um, the how did the, so do I feel like I was escorted back or did the knights give me a respectful berth? No, you were you were not under guard. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you were surrounded by 15 foot soldiers and two knights. So, whatever. Um, you, were, you were guarded, but you weren't like being cordoned between people intentionally. Um but you arrive back in the Mott and Bailey. The peasants go home. The uh, constables, let's call them, head back into the town, as does the sheriff. And so the men-at-arms or whatever were, were the, also the town guard? Like they're, no. They're the, one and the same here? Most of the men-at-arms were worked at the keep. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there were a few officers of the law that came as well. Two different... Do any of them wear uniforms or do they all just wear mismatched armor and clothing? The men at arms wear uniforms. Well, like yeah, or similar something? colored, similar colors. They're not all matching. The What are the colors of this Lord's song? His colors are red and blue. And does he have a sigil or anything? Or... He does. Do you have to look it up or do you have to write it? I have to write it. <laughs> look it up or make it up. Um, his sigil is a coiled snake, a coiled brown snake. Ooh. Ready to pounce, ready to strike. <laughs> 
So his colors are not red and blue. His colors are brown and blue. Okay. Yeah, brown snake over a blue field is what he's got. Uh, everyone goes back to their respectful places. You are escorted. This time it's escorted into the Mott and Bailey and back escorted. into the meeting, the Grand Hall. By our, do they lay their arms on me? They don't. Okay. As long as you go willingly. All right. Um, back in the Great Hall, there's already a fire going. Lord Song takes his seat on the dais, uh, dais his nice big kind of palisade-esque chair. You can hear the wind blowing outside. Sir Greller takes his position behind the, not quite a throne, but the chair. And Lord Song looks down towards you and says, Well, now... Mr. Wizard. Dimensionalist. You've got a, got a good memory. I have need of a court mage. Or whatever you call yourself. There are magical matters in this world that I do not pretend to know. I could use advice on them. I would normally ask you for a trial, an example of your powers, but I believe I have already seen them. The position says um, would be the you in addition to the position of court wizard, we would procure for you a house, a monthly stipend and a title of court wizard. You would defer to me and work for me as I need you. The time I do not need you would be your own, but you would be my wizard. This arrangement seems most generous, my lord. It is very generous. I glance at the knights to gauge their sort of reaction to this situation. Just to me, a single knight to... here this time. Oh, it's just... Uh, okay, uh, just okay. Yeah. Still uh, not wearing a helmet. Is no. his face like... No, it's just kind of stone-faced hard. Mm. Before you accept, I would ask you a few questions. Do you have any enemies that you would bring down upon me? That is an I paused slowly, long my pause. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, and it was, and it was. Carl has no enemies. Scratching, scratching my chin, clean-shaven chin. But 
I have been many places at many times. And I can't say that I haven't ruffled a few feathers. What good wizard hasn't? I can offer you my services, but... As you've seen, there's nothing discreet about magic. Perhaps that's the point. And tell me, Sir Carl, are you... He calls me sir? Casually like that? He hasn't knighted me yet. So tell me, Sir Carl, have you seen the wonders of the airship? Wizarding home? I was just on my way when I stumbled through this this place. What part of Misty Rapids is the way to the sky? I look back to Sir Sir Gerald or whatever his name was. <laughs> Sir Greller. Yeah, like a growl. Alright. Hmm. Haven't the slightest idea. We will try this arrangement for the time being. There's nothing else I ought to know about you. No unexpected surprises. I do not deal with dishonest men. If I find you have been <clears throat> lying to me, it may mean your life. Tell me now. With all due respect, my lord, I was deceitful from the beginning. Was I not? For good reason. How can I and and how can a surprise be anything but unexpected? I do not I... deal with deceit in my loyal men. You hid your I... true nature from me once. You will not do so a second time. I. S- I sense some philosophical disagreements, my lord, but I can assure you I will not betray you. This I can promise. Good. Now I can... Yeah. For a house to study and... Step forward and kneel before me, he says. That's what I was that's what I was getting at, and I take a few steps forward and get yeah. to a knee. Are there, are there words him. I should be reading? I like <laughs> no. uh, he reaches behind him and Sir Greller pulls out his broadsword, places it in the Lordship's hands, and he taps his sword on your shoulder and says, I dub you my personal court wizard. Um, and then there are some words I, to be said. He walks you through them. It's more of like, you know, I do hereby pledge my fealty to you for all time. I just pledged my fealty for all time? Yeah. 
Is it a contract or just verbal? It's the same thing back in the day. Verbal contract <laughs> holds. There's a knight bearing witness. Mm -hmm. Breaking a contract like this is, you know, an executionable yeah. offense. But whatever, you're, you're Georg. You're 17. <laughs> you know, you're ready to settle down. When's my birthday? I might be 18 by now. I'm... The things I've seen have certainly made me a man. Okay. Uh, they send you back to your inn, telling you that they will have a house ready for you by tomorrow. Uh, the way that they phrase it makes you feel like they're just going to kick someone out of their own house. Um, What's happening? Who are these people? Uh, I, for once, am feeling appreciated for my magical gifts. I'll take it. And am I? I'm, I'm on my way back. I'm trying to figure out whether I just got knighted, if that's what happened, because that's a life path I never really expected going down. Do I need to invest in a sword now? You don't know. What's, what's the protocol here? Okay, so you. I make my way back to Fogview. Yeah, you make your way back to Fogview, which is a much nicer, livelier place. There are a few people around. Uh, the people there look like they are travelers who have maybe come through recently. This is uh, right on the main road. My, right on the main road. You hear one of them talking about those damn water they splash on you. It's so cold. You'd expect from such a warm river to at least have warm water, blah, blah, blah. And everyone's like, yeah, but at least that berry was delicious. Felt like I ate food for the whole day. And that cut on my hand disappeared. It's definitely I... magic about. I wouldn't mess with the Temple of Purification if I were you. I was like, yeah, okay, I know, but does it have to be so cold? Stop griping. What did I like? I, I think I'll sit down near the, or like overhearing this, like butt into their conversation. You came through the Temple of Purification? First guy says, yeah, they make you do that when you come from the West. If I'm from the East, if I might bend your ear for a moment. Absolutely. They... My name's Jack. What's yours? He says, extending his hand. Uh, Carl. I take a hand. Carl, I'm Jack, as I said. And this is Brennan, he says, pointing to the guy. He goes, hello. Hmm. So they bathed you and fed you berries? Is that what I heard? No, not bathed. They make you eat this, this little berry. They call it a, a holy berry or something. I don't know. And then they splash water on you. All rubbish, I say. The guy pipes up going, No, 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 that berry, there was something otherworldly about it. Didn't you feel full? Do you even feel hungry? I mean, I can't even touch a bite of my own food. And I told you that, that wound on my hand, it's it's gone. There is definitely just... a magic about this place. Would you say that this berry was perhaps good? Yes, yes, that's what they called it, a good berry. I said mm. it was a gift from Nadinus herself and would purify my soul in conjunction with the water. Pfft. Is like Nadinus the goddess of nature? Mm -hmm. She's like the she the staff that supports the world or some shit like that. No, no. Uh, okay, that's a different. Yes, legend. no. She holds the staff, and Tempos yeah. turns the staff. Great. Yeah, so big deal, deity. Big deal, free deity. good berries. Maybe I should just go there and pretend that I'm coming from the west and demand free good berries. <laughs> I am a little wounded. What else? What else happened at this at the temp, at the purification ceremony? They make oh, you... they just splash water on you, make you eat these things. They say some words. They make you say, "I renounce the filth and the evil within." 
Oh, <laughs> maybe I should stay away. <laughs> Whatever you say, man. It, w it was wonderful. That berry is so good. Huh. All right. Hmm. I wonder where my house is going to be. What is on Georg's mind? I guess we don't have, I mean, we've got like an hour. I don't know if we got time to get into some, some mayhem around town. Oh, we, in, there's stuff to be done. If you are, you know, your character can go to sleep and we, there are, Yeah, I there's think... one more step on the way. Oh, I do have wounds. I don't think it's worth selling my soul to this Nadinus lady. I think I already sold my soul once today, so I should probably probably hold out till I can collect a few more. Okay. I think I would like to head over to Jexel's though before I call it a night. Okay. And check out the the more raucous side of town. Actually, wait, the Foggy Inn is is a... But that's where I'm staying, but that's not a tavern. There's not a common room, right? Um, there's a, a common room where rooms. they have a little bit of food. And that's where the, that's where I talked with those yeah. out-of-towners? Okay. Yeah. They, they also do serve Jack's some schools. drinks, but really it, the drinks are more expensive and it's not as good of an atmosphere. Like, everyone goes to the taverns to drink. You're describing these medieval taverns like they're cool, like... San Francisco bars that you'd want to hang out with. Well, that's because that's at. what they are the only place that people would hang out back in the day. Like you go yeah. to the tavern to like socialize with people. They're the, the social hotspots. Atmospheres and tapas. <laughs> There's no tapas <laughs> on the bar. All right. So I had, I had down the road to Jexel's. All right. You go back to Jexel's. It is raucous and rowdy. Um, I don't have a raucous and rowdy track to go with it, unfortunately. That was pretty raucous. At least there was music. This is just blustery. Well, Where's all the peeps? They're talking. Can't you oh, yeah, them? Mountain Tavern. All right. Does it tell you what song we're on playing? a hill? We're on a hill. No, but I recognize it. It doesn't do enough tabletop audio over here. Yeah. By the, by the way, for those of you watching, if you are wondering where these fantastic background sounds come from, they come from Tabletop Audio, which is, I don't know, wonderful. They kind of make all these one... They they really make the immersion so much better. Um, and so you can check them out at tabletopaudio.com or check out their Patreon page if you are a fan and wish to support them. But that's that. Let's get back to game. Yeah. You come in. The It's a little bit more rowdy now than it was before. A little more crowded, at least, now that it's after dark. Uh, all the seats are taken, and there's just people standing about. You see that there are three people bussing uh, mugs back and forth. All of them are the the same busty cut, and are all equally got, oogled by people around. They've got uniforms. <laughs> uh, not quite uniforms, but there seems to be a minimum, a maximum skirt length imposed on them, hmm. and a minimum or a maximum, a minimum circumference neckline <laughs> something to that depth end. yeah deep v's only yeah all right so i yeah pack on in order myself a drink 
and get cozy with the crowd of Jexels. Do they dice here, or is that just a... Uh, yeah, there's a, couple, there's a dice game going on at one table and a card game going on at another. Mm. Uh, but you haven't sat here more than 15 minutes when a guy comes up to you, and behind <laughs> him are a couple of ladies, and they all kind of just approach you and say, hey, we... You're the engineer, right? The, well, the wizard, right? Yes, I, I, and no, yes and no. I'm, I'm Carl. I am the Lord's Carl engineer. The, the magic user, Carl the wizard. I, I heard There's, about you. I heard about you. Guy? You built. Well, hmm? How old is this guy? Is it like 30s. a kid or is it a? Thir- okay. Um, I, I heard about you. One of my, one of my, my buddies, works for the town guard. He, he said he saw you casting spells that bright colors in the sky and streaks of light coming from your hand. You killed two gargoyles, right? I nod slowly, and then look to the to the to the girls he's with, the women he's with. Um, many, they seem equally large. cut and rough humble sort of felt uh, folks uh-huh. mm-hmm. uh, they definitely don't work here yeah <laughs> they, there's how many there's there's three, three in total three females three. and one male okay um, they circle in and start probing you with all sorts of questions they don't seem off put by your wizarding abilities maybe they don't quite believe it mm-hmm. um, or maybe they i think i still care. play it coy i'm i, I mean like i'm i, I say yeah i Built a ballista and took down those gargoyles. They're magic. Con- they're magical constructs. So it Could you... seems, seems reasonable that there would have been flashes of color. And could you do some magic for us now? Show, show us a trick. Show us a trick, man. I am no chief conjurer of tricks. Come on. I like. I. Uh... All right, all right. What can you do? Hold on a sec. Hold on a sec. Let me think. Uh, so I guess I look around far. Who else? What else is here? Mm. Okay, okay. I, I lean. I lean back. Am I seated at the bar? Or no, you're just, all like, standing. Yeah. I lean back and I'm like, okay. But but the joke's gonna be on you, bub. Or the tricks. The tricks gonna be on you, bub. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Show me. All right, but be prepared. This will be perception altering. He kind of laughs and ribs his friends. I've had some perception altering experiences yeah. in my life. Just a sec. Let me let me get my things now. Now, ladies, do you prefer? How do you prefer your men? Slow in the head and slow in bed. Hmm. So, on the smaller side. Okay, okay, that can be arranged. That can be arranged. What'd you say your name was, chap? I stick out a hand to the to the guy. Dirk. Dirk. Hmm. Dirks are rather short blades. Don't you say? And I look to the. There ain't the nothing around. short about this, he said. How tall? How tall is Dirk? Eh, five six, five seven. Yeah, not not for long. So I can. I think I've still got his hand clasped, and I was like, 
I go to like pull step, pull my iron filings out of my mm-hmm. pouch and sprinkle them over my head as I like continue. I mean, maybe I make one more one more short joke. I'm, I actually am a little bit taller than him. I think I go from shaking his hand to like leaning <clears throat> my elbow on his shoulder. And as I do this, I sprinkle and whisper some arcane words, which maybe they hear. And you reduce And him. I cast reduce upon him. Had you memorized uh, reduce or enlarge? Smaller. Both. Okay. Yeah. 40%. I huh? got 40%. So uh, like he's, I think he, does he shrink gradually or is it instantly? So he becomes three foot. Um, <laughs> right? Is that, is that right? All right. Our... Uh, no, he's three, three and a half. Yeah. Okay. Um, so he just kind of goes. Woo! It's a it's a quick process, you know, um, under a second. And as he shrinks, the people nearby leap back, bumping into other patrons with a shout. I like. I lean back to a little bit surprised. That was. Oh, he did, but it's not like I can deny it. He's he's shrunk. He's he staying shrunk he's until shrunk. I decide to turn him back. He's shrunk forty percent his size. Yeah. Um, and he shouts out from below. I What'd you do to me? His voice much higher pitched than it was before. Um, the I... girls laugh, uh, and one of them throws a kick at him. <laughs> Which misses. No, no, he's more. I made him more compact, compact for your pleasure. There's nothing pleasure about something that it's small. Not the, it's not the size of the vessel that counts. It's the the girth. She says mo- to you. <laughs> oh no, that shrunk too. The motion, the motion of the. Can you dance? I say to the, to the little man. Stop it! Turn <laughs> me back! Turn me back! Please don't tell me this isn't gonna stay. At this point, the rest of the crowd is turning around, like pushing past each other, saying, "What's going on?" And you know, whispers of "He he shrunk a man," nah, or I, are spreading through the bar like wildfire. I it, shrunk now now. Haven't you ever seen a gnome before? He's turned him into a gnome. Oh my god, a gnome! Um, are there any gnomes in the bar? There are no gnomes in the bar. Uh, a space is cleared, and people are kind of. They're all trying to push in to see, but at the same time, some people get, manage to push it back. The barkeep comes around, leans over the bar to see what's going on, looks at him, looks up at you, and goes, "You're not." <laughs> is he making a scene? Like the, this kid, the, the guy yeah. is not. The thirty-year-old guy is speaking in a shrill voice, and you know, terrified, kind of, uh, begging you to turn him back, and trying to like scramble away and hide from you at the same time. <laughs> So he's currently like hidden behind a bar stool, looking out at you. Um, the The whole tavern is clamoring to get a view. People are climbing on chairs and over tables, uh, and you notice that around you is a nice like one foot aura of space where everyone else is pressed together. What does Georg do? I. I don't know. I watched the scene unfold. He's he's now begging to be turned back. He's not he, like he is not having fun, <clears throat> sir. If I'm, oh, I guess he's not a sir, is he? What else? Well, Everyone's a sir these days. You call someone a sir as a you know a polite thing. Okay. 
Sir, if you will recall, you requested a magic trick. But not like this! Not like this! <laughs> Come on, it's not funny anymore! Turn me back! It's not gonna stick, is it? What do you... What do you think, ladies? Are, the gr- are they still around, or have they... Uh, are they they are, are done laughing and hooting at him. Mm-hmm. And now mm-hmm. just standing. What do you think, ladies? Is he, you want to take him upstairs and have a go, or shall we, shall we put him right? <sighs> not with that one. Not even on a good day. <laughs> Has he suffered enough? Well, I suppose. Don't let him... Be probably too dangerous to leave him this size. He might run <laughs> between someone's legs and try and crawl up their skirt. It's a lecherous little fool, that's for sure. Well, it'll wear off in about twenty minutes. I, I twenty say minutes. <laughs> I mean, the only other way is to. Switch your perception back, and can you can you even remember which 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 wormhole you looked down? What wormholes? I mean, I I don't I don't know. I I can wait for twenty minutes. Oh God! Get me <laughs> out of here! And he starts pushing between people's legs to make an escape. Um, I do have an enlarged spell, but I, I'm not convinced that he's worth. Enlarging. He he pushes his way all the way out. Uh, I mean, people like trying to move myself. out of his way as he squiggles between their legs. Eventually, the door opens after a few kind of thumping noises. You suspect he had trouble reaching the handle. Maybe not. I guess three feet. No, he's three feet six. He could reach the handle. Uh, yeah, the door opens. You don't see anyone though, and shuts. Uh, the girls make their way to the door, open it, laugh at him, and stay inside. Is there anything else? No, I wasn't even planning on doing that, but they... They... They bothered me. They asked for magic. At least they didn't steal their souls. I could have done that. Um, okay. Eventually, things kind of settle back down to what they were before. Uh, but now everyone knows I'm, I'm the damn wizard. And everyone leaves you well alone. The ladies have made some polite excuse to disappear, and you are left sitting, hey, there's a seat at the bar all of a sudden, right where you were standing. And look, there's a seat on either side of you, too. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Um, well, I think that will probably wrap us up for the week, unless you have other plans. Not enough time. No, I guess not. It seems okay. like you might have had plans, but... Well, I had plans for the next morning, but it'll take too long to do now. Oh, I wasted all my time shrinking someone, and I yeah. probably didn't even get experience for that casting. No, but you get experience for making the entire town afraid of you. <laughs> leave, leave him alone, otherwise he'll turn you into a gnome. Yeah, he'll shrinkify you. Um, and if you aren't careful, you'll, you'll start rhyming too. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so experience Um, yes let me open up our handy dandy experience generator because i don't think the experience in the monstrous manual is fair for this one Uh, 
And gargoyles give a lot of experience, I think. By Although default, it's 450, which is not nice. as enough. I'm still, I'm a long way from 20,000. I have, yeah, that's true. Level five is quite a climb as a wizard. But when you hit it, mm. Mm, I, I don't even have my second level spells sorted out. Still got a lot to do. Yes. Um, they can fly. They have. Oh no, their bonus to hit is much higher than I thought. AC is higher than I thought too. Thank goodness for magic missiles and auto hits. Oh yeah, this experience is way better. By the book, they give 420 experience each, which I don't think is enough. Um, by my calculations, they give quite a bit more. Um, okay, so... 1200 each for the gargoyles. Uh, and let's open up our handy dandy experience guide to see what else you should get experience for. Um, spells, spells, spells. I cast a color spray. The rope trick failed, so I guess I don't get that. I guess it was just a color spray. Yes. Casting reduced. Um, I will give you. 250 experience for building a ballista. Okay, yeah. 200. Was, or 220, including 10% bonus. Was what you gave last time. It was based on the GP value of the ballista. Oh, okay. Well, then 200. Although I could get 50 more for all the blacksmithing. and. Oh, yeah. You repaired the blacksmith, so another 50 for that. Um, let's see. What else did you do? Oh, you completed... You successfully avoided the... the, the peasant. Even though he recognized you, you managed to play yeah. it off enough that his I've evaded the wrath of the night yeah he doubted so let's give some experience for that let's give some the quest to rid the barrows of the gargoyles didn't have to kill them actually all you hmm. had to do was wound them because they're immune to anything but magic so so hmm. as soon as something starts hurting them they're more likely to get the hell out of there so uh completion of that them quest, mercilessly you... and without yep yeah so a lot of experience for that. You've gotten yourself a rank as a rank and position. Sir Carl. Sir Carl the wizard. There's no sir, but oh. you'll find that out tomorrow very quickly. <laughs> um, I think that's it. Let's do some, whoops. Nope, 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 nope. Uh, player has a clever idea. No, I don't think so. Party. I was the party. Yeah. Um, there was one spell level successfully cast. I don't get XP for invoking the no. amulet, I assume. No, no, no. Um, role plays his character well. Yeah, of course, but that's that's par for the course here. I'd subtract experience if you didn't role play your character well. <laughs> Um, and you get 10% as well? Yes. Okay. Let's add some of this times 1.1. So your total experience, uh, we're just going to round up to 7,200. Are you fucking kidding me? No. <laughs> that's like, that's going to be like 50 away from leveling. Hold on. That's Seriously? including 10% bonus. That's including 10% bonus. Gargoyles, well, not according to the book, but according to my 
other calculations, which we use for experience most of the 7, time. 7,200, yeah, I'm at 19,854. Today was a big day. You you Which killed. Is fine. I still I still need to figure out my second level spells, so I'm killed... I'm okay leveling up to level three or level five next time. You killed many magical creatures. You and you earned a position at a noble household, basically, which comes with a house and a monthly stipend. Yeah, um, I'll find a way to fuck that up. So it's a pretty good gig that you've set up here. Yeah, and uh, I guess now that you're in place we can develop the area around Misty Rapids a little bit more and figure out more quests and things regarding this family. We may end up kind of fast forwarding through time a little bit more. Hey, I'm a dimensionalist. That's, we'll see. That's, that's what I do not. for a living. Um, cool. So maybe next week, some uh, displacer beast hunting, maybe some We'll see if I can find my find my way into more spells somehow. Because I got got level three coming up, and I've still only cast one level two, one second level spell. Well, things. Well, we'll see. Now that you're that in is, one position, and you have, you know, you're working with this guy that kind of gives you access to things. You know, he can send messengers on your behalf, and he can, you know, you have the favor of a lord. You... In fact, uh, before long, I'll probably be writing his messages. Are you kidding? Possibly. Um, that is, unless the dice have anything to say about it, and I get critted by an eel with a, <laughs> with a mace or something. Yes. There were and plenty of... A poisoned of mace, right? Plenty of adventures to be had in this area. So that's it for today's episode of Dicing with Death. We'll see you guys probably back thursday next week at six o'clock but we'll work out the details check the calendar check our check the webs uh not the website the um the countdown in chat if you don't know how to do that just come to twitch.tv slash koibu and type exclamation point cd and that'll tell you when all the shows are coming or you can just check the google calendar that has all the time listings for all the shows if you don't know where to find that you can find it on reddit.com slash r slash koibu where there have been some nice Dicing with Death related posts and artwork coming up lately. Yeah. Um, yeah. So... And some really weird photoshops of mostly of Neil, some of me, mostly Neil. <laughs> They're weird. Um, so you can get involved <laughs> with the community that way, or you can check out all the chats going on on Discord, which you can find uh, kind of in the lower section of the Twitch page, or you can find the link on Probably Reddit. Probably like right there, right there. It should be down below. Down below. Yeah. Okay. Something like That's that. There's buttons. Um, There's so many buttons you can push. Or if you're push checking all, things on all the buttons on YouTube, you can find the Discord link there as well. And uh, that's where we kind of hang out all day and chat with the community. And I say we, I mean all of us except for Ryan. He doesn't hang out with us in Discord. I'm sorry. It's all right, you you're, guys. You're you're off developing the technology to save the world. It's fine. I'm uh, yeah, wizarding. He, 21st century wizarding. Seriously. All right, guys, that's it for today. We will see you later. Bye-bye, everyone. Good night. Bye-bye.